going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Oh. Oh. Had an areola like a big dinner plate. Janet's right, Tata grabbed every headline. Wonder if she'll help CBS pay the fine. First, she denied it, said it was a mistake. A costume malfunction, said Justin Timberlake. <laughs> but now they've admitted they flash for the two. It'll be the Super Bowl, remembered for the boom. The FCC says it was indecency. Soft pornography. One nip, I'll never forget that infamous tug. I'll remember this game for seeing Janet's jug. All right. 1002 at 560 WQM. When I hear that Willie Williams is going to be, he could turn out to be one of the great Americans of all time, I have to look with a jaundiced view upon that. You know what? Oh, you're just uh, bigoted. That's what it is. That's correct. I have to raise all three eyebrows when I hear that. That was really special. Thanks a lot, Joe Rose, old blockhead, for getting that in there, even though we're pissed off at NBC6 for screwing over Bob Weaver. That really pisses me off big time. Oh, speaking of guys that got screwed over, but keep bouncing back. Joe Angel, remember Joe, of course? Right. Who teamed with John Miller in the Orioles radio booth from 1988 to 90, and again in 1992. Joe Angel returning to the team as its lead play-by-play announcer, on flagship station WBAL, that's where Rimmer used to work, your close friend. By the way, Rimmer's in town. Are you going to lunch today? No. Uh, WBAL announced yesterday on its website, Orioles spokesman Bill Stetka confirmed Angel's hiring but said the team was surprised by the timing of BAL's announcement and that the rest of the Orioles radio and TV broadcast teams remain undecided. <laughs> so in other words, it's like, oh, we hired Joe, so some of you guys are going to get fired. According to the radio station's website, radio announcers Jim Hunter and Fred Manfra We'll split time between TV and radio broadcast. So Joe Angel, good guy, comes down with his feet on the ground. Put it in the wind column for Joe Angel, okay? All right. Good guy that's screwed over by the John Henry Marlin organization. John Henry was the Antichrist. So what about Willie Williams, huh? It's got nothing to do with the poll we're going to take, but, boy, what, this radio station is obsessed. I'll tell you who really pisses me off, who's also in the news, speaking of scumbag jocks, is uh, Jason Williams. Yeah. Is it like a Williams thing? Apparently, the Williams brothers. Is that what it is? All the Williams people? I mean, uh, come up with somebody else named Williams. Yeah, the Williams, Williams who's a pretty guys. good guy. Huh? The Wayans brothers are good guys. Not the Williams brothers, though. No, but, well, I mean, what is it a, a name that maybe there's a curse in that name? No, what's in a name? <clears throat> what about the harness driver, Lou Williams? He was black and he's him? dead. And he had a little bit of a nose problem. At any rate, uh, this thing with Jason Williams killing that dog. Now, I must have been either uh, in Europe on vacation or hiding under a rock somewhere. I, I never heard that thing about that thing. About him killing his dog? You yeah. did? Uh, no. What about uh, Josh? Did you hear that? No, I didn't. 
Anyway, jurors are going to hear two versions of how a limo driver was killed in Jason Williams' bedroom when opening statements are made in the former NBI star's manslaughter trial uh, today. I don't want to go through the whole thing. I'll save that for later. But uh, 18 pool members who joined the pool early in the process had to be interviewed about some broadcast that took place after they were qualified. The judge then began questioning them individually as they tried to put together a jury. One female member of the pool was excused when she said a friend had told her stories last week that said Williams had killed his pet Rottweiler with a shotgun after losing a bet involving the dog. If that's true, now maybe somebody will call in and uh, inform us, because we're not into that whole sports thing quite as much as anybody else on this radio station, thank God. But if that's true, man, I say fry his ass right now, because Jason Williams, you make me sick. You make me want to barf, okay? Any asshole, and I don't care whether he's white, black, yellow, purple, pink with the yellow polka dots, uh, that would shoot and kill his pet dog on a bed is some kind of a lunatic. Needs to be put away for a long time, okay? Fry his ass now. WQM, Jason Williams line. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing? I, I heard the story. I just wanted to... Is it a true I... story? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, uh, allegedly what happened was the guy who was at his house made a bed with him that he couldn't drag the Rottweiler out of his house without the dog, like, biting him or something. Yeah. So what happened was the guy uh, pulled the dog by the legs and dragged him out. So Jason Williams supposedly went upstairs, and the guy thought he was getting um, the money for him to pay him. He bet him $100. Mm-hmm. And then he took his shotgun and shot the dog in the side and then in the head. I say fry his ass right now. Don't you agree? I agree. I mean, if you're going to kill a dog for, like, any reason, then you're certainly going to kill a limo driver. For sure. Thanks a lot, right. Pally. Have a great day. That just makes I want to quit right now. I want to just walk out on the edge of my balcony, oh, take a long look down, and think about it very seriously. That I just can't deal with this crap. And this radio station where we got a bunch of assholes like Gildy, you know, I have to agree with Mo. Absolutely. For once in my life. You, Mo? And that takes a It pains me greatly. Because I come in here 7.15 this morning like I do every morning. I open up the pot. I smoke a little bit of it. And I uh, heard Mo going on about and and Geldy's uh, ripping him an ass about, man, you just don't want to give him a chance. And you're on some asshole caller, chronic voice, calling in, ripping Mo because he doesn't want to give Willie Williams another chance. How many chances does he need? About 30, man. Huh? I'm sick and tired of scumbags. You know, how how about Lawrence Phillips? Let's bring him back in. The, you know, it's not too late for him to go back to school. He could sort of learn a lot. Because he's probably got an IQ. Uh, he's probably as smart as a box of rocks, as Mad Dog would say. By the way, don't forget, no Mad Dog today. We got the Willie Williams show at two, and then we got the Jason Williams show at four. Man, when are you people going to get with it? You sports sucking nerds! I can't stand it. It makes me puke. WQAM, Jason Williams line. Hello. Good afternoon. Good, good evening, it's Reverend Jones. WQAM, hello. Yes, I did hear uh, something about that Jason Williams with the dog. Now, what, did, what did you hear? Apparently it was uh, with one of his friends at this big mansion house. If you've ever seen pictures of that house, that was yes, there. I have. It's yeah. huge, yes. And the friend said I could make the dog either come or or, or 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 to come in the house or something, some sort of trick or something. And the guy actually had 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 done it, and they bet a hundred dollars on it. And William said after that he shot the dog. He was going to shoot the dog because he was going to have to pay the guy $100 because the dog did what the guy said. Can you even begin to understand that, to relate to that? No, but you can't re relate to how much money that Jason Williams makes for being a basketball player, Neil. For being a scumbag. 
Okay, pal. Thanks for the bad news. You Have got a great it. day. Okay. I, I just, um, it, it takes an awful lot to make me speechless. Yeah. Somehow I missed this. I don't know why. I don't pay too much attention to that crap because there, there's so many scumbag jocks past and present that it's hard to keep track, you know? But, uh, plus, of course, I don't follow the NBA well, anyway because it's basically just a bunch of, uh, seven foot freaks. Yeah. Are you saying you need show. a scorecard to keep track of the scumbags? That's what we're going to need. The QAM scumbag. In fact, there you go, Josh. Something that might get All some right, people hey, look at that scoreboard. website. The QM scumbag scorecard on the QM website. <laughs> That'll take you a few months. That'll take you weeks to compile that list. We can have their criminal statistics on there. Right. Arrests. And, of course, all this business about, well, you know, UM and Larry Coker, and uh, they, they've tried to put that patent in their past and they're behind. Well, that's fine. That's great. More power to them for that. But don't uh, start all over again trying to rehab gangsters, uh, people that are chronic uh, uh, offenders, scumbags. See, this is one of the biggest problems in America is making excuses for people whose behavior is so aberrant and so unacceptable. And the fact that anybody can even relate to the idea that this guy lost a bet, a guy who's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire who's making just gigantic amounts of cash for being a seven-foot freak that plays basketball and shoots and kills his dog because he lost a bet. Mm -hmm. Oh, and of course, he'll probably turn out to be a really great American someday. <laughs> That's right. We just leave him alone long enough. Just give him a chance. Ah, uh, no. And another. I say fry his ass. In fact, uh, let's take Lawrence Phillips and Jason Williams and put them side by each in a twin holer. Okay, I'll pull the switch. All right. Don't forget Willie. Now, well, now Willie didn't kill any dog. Or he didn't kill any. I mean, he's uh, you know he got some problems. I don't put him in the same category yet. Yet. Yeah. He's a groupinator. But guess what, Gildy? I told uh, I told Muff this morning. I said, you know, Gildy really should have been a fag. He said, what do you mean by that? I said, because I don't know anybody who sucks more or better than Gildy. He is the biggest suckhole I have ever heard in my life, no matter what it is, whether it's the Panther organization, which, of course, he's on their payroll, so naturally he sucks up to them. No matter what it is in the area of sports, he will suck up to the unsuckable. I mean, there, there's just nothing to suck up there, that whole Willie Williams thing, unless you want to make it into a racial thing, which I noticed some of the callers, of course, are. But uh, there, there's nothing there to suck. It's kind of like Justin Timberlake, uh, Gildy. There's nothing there to suck. Right. But, man, you talk about a master, master suckhole. This Geldy, Jesus, God Almighty. Just when we thought that uh, we knew something about him. And you know what he says. I like Dick a lot. Yeah, well, we know that. And he also says, once in a while. Up the butt. Well, he makes me nauseous. I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to favor Mo on that show. And I know that I, oh, I, I, I feel unclean that I said that. I'm going to get my Lysol spray out again and spray my throat. But I just, I feel nauseous from this uh, suck it up. See, how, at what point do you, if you want to be like civilized people, they're all worried about Janet Jackson's booby being on there for a second and a half. This is the big controversy in America. And yet it's like, oh, well, if you can throw the ball or uh, stick the ball in the hoop or uh, hit the ball, and then no matter what you do in some kind of a stupid-ass game, no matter what you are in your life, they make no difference. We don't care. Right. We'll give you a hundred chances, two, whatever it takes, two hundred chances, if you can win us some games and make us feel better about ourselves. Nothing because else that's matters. what it's all about. Only the huh? game matters. The gay matter? It's gay matter. You ought to know. I know all about gay matter. That's what Reverend Jones said. Oh, 1013 at 560. I'll tell you one thing that does matter, and that's the kind of mattress you're sleeping on every night, because if you're sleeping on a crappy old mattress, your back will feel it every single day. You'll feel like you didn't sleep at all. And, of course, President's Day is coming in just a matter of days. What is it, Monday? Okay. What is the day? I had Tuesday? that memo from Greg Reed with that squiggle on it. Yeah, it's Mon Monday. Monday, Tuesday. On Monday. 
And, of course, every year on President's Day, the mall stores and those showrooms are running those phony mattress sales. What they do is they double the price, and then they say, look at this, they slash a line through it, 50% off, we're giving you half off. Well, that's bull crap. If you want real rock-bottom prices on the best mattresses going, you know what to do by now. Do the same thing I'm doing for years, and George has finally caught on, and Boca Brian, and Miguel, and even Fatboy would like to lay on one. If we could get a crane and stick his ass up on that mattress, just call 1-800-MATTRESS. No phony sales, no bait and swish, just everyday unbeatable prices on the best mattresses going. Your back will feel it's, in fact, even your back will be making little sounds saying it's a machaya. Right out of your ass it'll be saying that. They got Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and now even Stearns and Foster Hewitt. So do it. Choose from dozens of models at low everyday discount prices. Rest easily and enjoy a really great night's sleep for years to come by making one simple phone call. It's the easiest piece of shopping you'll ever do. 1-800-MATTRESS, that's the number to call, and only dial a mattress lets you choose that two-hour delivery window that meets your schedule when it's convenient for you any day, seven days a week from 8 in the a.m. till 10 p.m. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup removal, it's easy to see, while dial a mattress is unbeatable in customer satisfaction. So pick up that instrument right now and call them. They'll be there knocking on your door whenever you like, even before the day is out. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or online, it's mattress.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Toby, I fucked him up! I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Travel like a half my year, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Delta, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, La Paloma. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico and Texas and New York. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. We're going to California and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon. Travel out ahead, my share, man. Okay, before we get back to Jason, the uh, murdering son of a bitch, at least of the dog, uh, piece of crap, uh, Dean now says even if he loses in Wisconsin, he'll still keep uh, trucking on. There's nothing going to stop the Dean Meister. I mean, he changes his tune more often. Than, uh, it just It's unbelievable. Ain't it? It's unbelievable. Didn't he just say the other day that if he loses in Wisconsin that he's going to pull out, pull it out? Yeah, he was just joshing. I guess so, because now he says uh, he's not going to back out no matter what happens next Tuesday. I guess he discovered that he's in a bad fourth place. <laughs> he's running a weak fourth in Wisconsin. See, I don't understand. What does it take just to say, no, no he just doesn't get it? Doesn't he understand no. that once we saw Dr. Judy Dean, that that was the end of it for everybody? And that, that was it. Bye-bye, Judy. Okay, let's get these polls going. And also, one other thing. I don't know what's going on with you uh, couples out there in Radio Land, but we sure aren't getting much response on this hot couples contest. No. Maybe we don't have any hot couples. Maybe we just don't have any couples, period. Maybe everybody's all split up. Hey, we got three entrants, so uh, somebody's going to get those prizes. Well, we got three prizes and three entrants, so that sounds good to me. Maybe we ought to just shut it off right now. This is the last week through Friday, the 13th, to submit your entries to contest at neilrogers.com. That's where they email your pictures, all you couples out there, if you think you're hot, and even if you're not. 
whether you got your clothes on or off or somewhere in between, doesn't make any difference. And we'll put all uh, the pictures up there, and people can vote on them next week. But if we've only got three, it's going to be pretty boring. How much? We had like zillions of them the last uh, all, all four times, right? Right. And they were a little bit slow coming in, granted, just like they are now. But you folks better get with it. Contest at neilrogers.com. And the couples with the most votes at the end of next week win their choice of one of these prizes. Oh, trip here's, to, here's a new one. Trip to hedonism in Jamaica, three-night vacation, including meals, beverages, um, with the exception of airfare and personal expenses. Or a trip to the Royal Oasis Resort and Casino, two-night vacation. That's in the Bahamas, man. Only includes airfare to Grand Bahama Island, no meals, etc. Whichever one you choose, the runner-up gets whichever trip is left over, which ain't bad. And the third most votes gets dinner for two at the Pizza Loft, and you can watch the Rimmers eat for free and watch Jeff Yank on his ponytail. You got another one? Yeah, it's on its way to you. Is it any good? Uh, that's a wedding I, picture. See, I don't want to say is it any good. It's fine. It's a it, lovely Whatever couple. it is, we're not going to pass judgment just because you may look like crap and you it's think a, you're hot. There are a couple of pirates. <clears throat> well, good for them. Probably Bill Mazeroski and Dick Stewart. Anyway, here's the poll uh, from yesterday, and then we'll get to the one for today. And I'm, I'm going to vent. I'm getting really pissed off now. You go, girl. Who should John Kerry select as his running mate? We got uh, 1,563 votes. Added to the 400 and sell out, we got over 2,000 again with the two polls. And you want to know why? Because we got that other picture of Janet with another booby on there yesterday. We got Janet with both boobies for anybody that cares. Matching uh, boobies. And also, we're going to have Jennifer Connolly on naked. Is that going to be today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll have Jennifer Connolly stark naked. A lot of naked pictures bring a lot of well, people to our website. Not that that makes us any money, but maybe Eric will make two or three cents. Who should John Kerry choose to be his running mate? Because it's, it's all over. Kerry's way ahead in the polls in Tennessee and Virginia. Those primaries are today going on right now. And after today, it's going to be over. Don't tell Howard Dean that, though. He don't get it. John Edwards, 570. Bob Graham, 274. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 197. Only 12.6%. Huh. Kind of weak. Wesley Clark, 181. Hillary, 116. I don't give a schmidt about politics, 99. Howard Dean, 82. And Dick Gebhardt, only 44. And this crowd picked Dick. Now, here's today's poll, and you can help us out, because it's going to need a lot more names on it. Did you have anybody you want to put on? No. No? I don't know. I think. Which big-name celebrity of the past 10 years? Now, we don't want to go back to the old ones. We've done those a million times. Of the past 10 years is the biggest no-talent piece of crap. And I started out with just three that are very obvious to me. Justin Tinkerbell, mm -hmm. 50 Cent, or Adam Sandler? 50 well, Cent. Hard to beat Justin, although I'd like to. Or Adam Sandler with a, with a stick, with a baseball bat. A spiky Forget the one club. that uh, Josh has to beat you in the head with every now and then. We'll borrow that one. That Louisville slugger. Oops. Judge dismisses somebody faxed this to us, and thank you. Dismisses several jurors after coverage of Williams killing his dog. <clears throat> this I just can't put this into words, the kind of scumbag we're dealing with here. And you people on this radio station that admire and suck up to these jocks, you make me want to barf. You make me want to, like, come with that baseball bat and just beat some sense into your head. You idiots, you. Guilty. Of the 39 people questioned on Monday, many said they briefly had seen promotional commercials for the ABC interview, uh, Real Sports with Brian Gumbel, uh, before turning away or turning off their TV. Nearly every juror questioned Monday said he or she had heard news of the prosecution's bid on Wednesday to have testimony about Williams' prior indiscretions with firearms admitted during this trial. Hunterdon County Assistant Prosecutor Catherine Erickson asked the judge to allow testimony about an incident in which Williams shot his pet Rottweiler, Zeus, after losing a bet with former teammate Dwayne Shinsius. 
Shinsey has bet Williams 100 bucks that Shinsey's could drag the attack train dog outside of Williams' home. When Shinsey's was successful, Williams said he would get the money and left the room. He returned with a shotgun, which he used to kill the dog. Williams ordered Shinsey's to bury the animal and left. When Williams returned to find the carcass still on his porch, he reloaded the shotgun, pointed it at Shinsey's, and said, Shinbone, get this effing dog off my porch or you're next. Uh, they also sought him through this testimony about a 1994 incident when Williams fired his 45 caliber handgun into a parked security vehicle outside the Meadowland Sports Complex. On Monday, jurors said they had noticed headlines about the dog shooting story, heard about it on the radio, been told about it by co-workers. One man said he was simply recycling his newspapers when he saw the story on the front page of a newspaper. Well, how come we haven't seen this, or nobody's talking, been talking about it until now? I don't know. I think we're on the outside. We're too busy with Willie Williams and with the Janet's booby is what our problem is. I don't care about any of them. That's why I don't know about it. You don't care about Jason Williams who killed his dog and then said, get oh, the dog that, off of but... my porch or you're going to be next. You don't care about a scumbag like that? Sure, but I don't pay attention to these jock stories. I'll tell you right now, guilty. Let's, yeah. save, let's save the taxpayers out there a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Guilty. Right. Fry his ass. He shot the limo driver. He shot the sheriff. Sure. Anybody else. He killed Nicole. He killed Ron Gold, uh, Goldman. Mm -hmm. He done it. God, does that get me really just wild? And, and Chandra Levy. Right, he killed Chandra too, and he's got Gary Conderwood is next. He said. Now, yesterday, the guy that faxed us, and he had good intention, but I don't want to read that whole thing. The Center for American Progress's response to the Bushmeister's appearance on uh, Meet the Press. Mm -hmm. Well, Katrina Vandenhuvel of the Nation. Uh, it's on our website today. It's a very short article, but she's got a link to that whole thing. She says, if Bush hoped to use his appearance on Sunday's Meet the Press to restore his vanishing credibility regarding the war in Iraq, his National Guard stint and his stewardship of the economy, he failed. As millions of Americans headed to church, I sat down to watch what Calvin Trillin calls the Sabbath gas bags. That The big gas bag this Sunday, President Bush was questioned by Tim Russert for an entire hour in the oral office, yet the gravity of the surroundings did little to obscure the fact that Russert's pointed questions were met with the usual Bush meets the press treatment, mislead, deny, deflect, and hide. Luckily, people who want the truth, not whitewashed, rewritten history, can click here, and she's got a link, to check out the Center for American Progress's valuable dissection of Bush's appearance, Claim versus Fact, the President on Meet the Press. It's a valuable antidote to Bush's deceptions and well worth circulating to both friends and foes. So it's on our website, the article, Mission Not Accomplished by Katrina Van Heuvel. And if you want to read that whole Center for American Progress, just click on the old link and give it a uh, yank. A wink. Give it a link and uh, maybe it'll stink. There you go. Wow, I'm just uh, I'm just so shook up because I'm such a dog lover as you know. But the idea right. that anybody who's making that kind of money, who's that admired, admired by all these sucklings out there who admire some dumb jock, God, scumbag, scum. You know something? I want to take that back. I apologize to all the scumbags in the world because he's so many steps below whatever a scumbag is that I, there's nothing to describe it. Oh yeah, but it's a racial thing, man. Yeah. See, uh, how long before we get one of those calls? What do you mean how many how seconds? About thirty, man. Yeah. Before we get a call like that. Okay, let me do the break because I'm getting a little bit exercised about this. Just when I'm making a little comeback. Don't I sound a little bit better now? You sound great. Let me plug uh, Robitussin uh, uh, dry cough syrup, man. That stuff is good. When you got the crud. It's the real deal. It'd be the real deal for Neil. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fees, zero credit bureau fees, zero discounted points. Get yourself the new low interest rate at just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are a mere 334 bucks a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. 
Remember, once you refinance or get you a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay closing costs again. So what's not to like? Call toll-free 1-800-940-LEND. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve and then move to that next property without further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get the new low financing rate of just 1.25% with the only one mortgage from Financial Group. For details, just make that one call and never pay closing costs again. Financial Group, 1-800-940-LEND. 940-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. I want to try something right now. It's never really been done before. I'm going to sing something, and then I'm going to grab across your boobies and make one of them flop out for all the families to see at home. And then when I'm oblivious to the outrage, I'm going to tell Access Hollywood it was on purpose. But then the next day, I'm going to blame the whole thing on you, and the NFL will too. And so will CBS and MTV. And then I'm just going to say, it was so good, your malfunction, y'all. What was I to do? And then the fans will say, I don't know how it happened, but at least I got to see food. <laughs> That's for damn sure. We all can agree on that. 1033 at 560. Let's get some more names on that poll now. Which big-name celebrity of the past 10 years is the biggest no-talent piece of crap? All we got is Justin Tinkerbell, 50 Cent Adam Sandler. I'm sure there must be a zillion more. Sure. And thanks very much to the uh, person who just faxed in exactly what I just got through reading. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> About Jason Williams and uh, fetching the uh, shotgun and get the effing dog off my porch or you're going to be next. Thanks very much. But they probably faxed it just as I was reading it, right? That's right. They're not psychic. I don't see anybody calling in with no names for the poll. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Do you see anybody calling? I don't see anybody calling. Well, what's going on with that? What with what, what, what that? I don't WQAM, know. WQAM, hello. Who I am? Hey, all right. How you doing, Neil? Okay. You can never forget about um, Britney Spears. What a piece of crap. Britney Spears is a piece of crap? Yeah. Okay, we'll put her on there, but I don't think she's going to get any votes. You're gay. I mean, uh, (laughs) Britney Spears is a no no talent. Well, no, she has a talent. Singing is not what it is, but she sure got a talent. I bet you sweet ass. We'll put her on there. Well, we need to build a list, okay? I can't believe you said that. Even I take great umbrage with that. That would be like saying uh, Tom Brady, you know? WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. How about Ron Jeremy? (laughs) (laughs) We said the past 10 years, not the past 60, okay? Ron Jeremy just celebrated his 90th birthday. Happy birthday, Ron. And by the way, 90's old enough. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Mind if I okay. say something real quick? To what? To uh, about bringing back the Bush real quick. Just a quick comment on it. About bringing back what? Uh, just a quick topic, a uh, quick comment on Bush. Uh, no, I don't want to hear about Bush. Somebody just mentioned Brittany. That's close enough. Fine. I want to get some names for this poll because I got a whole bunch of stuff here, man. I got a heavy, a big plate that I got to clean out. When in doubt, clean it out. Right? Right. I mean, we're giving these people the chance to build that poll today, and they want, uh, they're all over the goddamn place. Let's stick, uh, let's stay on, on, uh, course, right? Let's right. not go veering off. The Jason Williams thing, though, has thrown me. I just, the, the dog part. The limo thing, we had talked about that, knew all about that. 
Uh, but the dog thing. Gee, what yes. what kind of an animal do you have to be? Huh? Scum. What kind of a low-life scumbag do you have to be? And Jason Williams didn't even go to UM, which is saying a lot. WQAM, hello. Yeah, is it Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, Lolita, Lolita, Lolita. WQAM, hello. QAM? What is it? Is it QAM? Yes, you am. Is it George? Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? I got Celia Cruz. Who? Celia Cruz. Of the last ten years, sir, do you understand the question? No. No. We're talking about big-name celebrities who just became famous in the last ten years. Celia Cruz, when she died, she was 147, okay? <laughs> the biggest no-talent piece of crap from the last ten years. Get with it. We don't want to have another one of these old fart poles, okay? Like Elvis Presley and uh, Gene Krupa and, uh, you know, get with it. Man. Estupido. WQAM, hello. Hello. May yes. I, uh, Neil? Yes, you may. Hello. Good morning, sir. May good I uh, give you one? Jennifer Lopez. Okay, may excellent. I explain, may I quickly explain why? Rectum. Go ahead. Okay. Jennifer Lopez, because, one, she controls her bodyguard. She controls all the people that work for her. One, two incidents. One incident was uh, a young couple that I think you may be aware of. The New Times reported it. The newspapers reported it. Uh, they were at a club having nothing to do with her, and her bodyguard saw them with a camera. So he took the uh, chip or whatever was in the camera. Uh, that's probably being investigated. Yes, I did see that, yes. And the other thing was... It's like something out of The Godfather. You got it, kid. But the thing that really pissed me off... Can I say pissed me off? Yes. Thank you. At least today until, until uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Michael Powell hears it. You got it. But here's the other thing. You got it. Uh, I read a story in the Miami New Times about her bodyguards, how they drive with her, without her, on uh, the country. And you uh, turn... I mean, they're scum. They uh they they're endangering the hell with them and the hell with her. They're endangering innocent people driving next to them. You know what I say? The hell with her. And Neil, may I give you something? One more about uh, Powell and this uh. Real fast, thing? real quick. Okay, uh, I don't remember seconds. the guy's name. He was a black football player. He was really getting everybody pissed off. When a he was black playing. football player. Yeah, and that has nothing to do with it, but just for identification. Anyway, yeah. he, I'm watching one of the few times. Well, that narrows watching, it down pretty good. They're coming out of wherever they come out of to go on field, and you mm -hmm. see him mouthing the words, F-U, 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 and you can barely hear them. The next day, I asked kids that watch football, did I hear right? And they all said yes, and nothing was ever reported about that. Okay, and uh, you got it. 5670560, did you have any idea what he just got through saying? F-U, that's all I heard. Oh, I see. Now, he's talking about Gators again, you know? Well, F them. Yeah, that's what I always say about the Gators, F them, and, of course, the Hurricanes and the Seminoles, that whole uh, Florida... The scene, man, the whole sports scene. Ooh, it, I feel unclean with that sports scene. I feel mean. <laughs> oh, I'm pristine. <laughs> oh, okay. Christine? So what was that, a Dodge? What kind of a Dodge was that in that movie? Oh, we're doing this again? Yeah. Come on, Bogan. It, it was a Dodge. Somebody will know. That was, that was a great movie. Yes. Only because right. John, John Stockwell was that. I, I don't mean like a classic, like Gone with the Wind, but it, it was fun. It was good. It was just fine. And who wouldn't like to have a car that would go down and run some people down? I'd like to see, uh, have a car. I'd like to be able to, like, remote control my Corvette so right. would, like, uh, run down Jason Williams. I have a list. Man, anybody that messes with a dog. And it's just, it's just his whole, the whole thing about him. What a, oh. And you dark folks out there, why the hell do you, and again, I'm only talking about some of you, but why do you make excuses for people like that? Huh? Man. 
You talk about creating uh, obnoxious racial stereotypes between O.J. and Jason Williams. We got some fine. You know who I really like a lot? Oh, yeah. A lot. Of course, he ain't too dark. What the hell is his name? I forgot. Ford. Congressman Ford. Harold Ford. Gerald is he from Ford. Tennessee? I don't know. Or Virginia. He's from one of those two because he was campaigning with Kerry the other day. He's great, man. I'll tell you, I'd vote for him for president right now. Have you ever seen him on the talking head shows? Not that I recall. He's fabulous. He's articulate. He's great. He's a brilliant young guy. He's probably too young, but he's he's uh, light black. You know, in fact, even the Republicans would know the difference. He's uh, great. Be more like him. Be more like Julian Bond, okay? Lighten up a little bit instead of making excuses for these scumbags, these no-count pieces of garbage. I wouldn't give you 50 cents. A lot of them. 20 before 11 at 560 WQM. I'll tell you one thing. I'd give more than 50 cents to dry concepts because they are the best. Not a hell of a lot more, though, because they never overcharge. They never rape their customers. That's right. Unlike the other carpet cleaning uh, joints that always give you tack-ons at the end of the job, Dry Concepts eliminates that right off the bat because they give you a written guaranteed price right up front before they start doing their unbeatable job of making your carpets look just like brand new. They dry clean your carpets, which means they suck out the dirt way down there deep in the fibers of your carpet. They leave them looking just like brand new, smelling lemony fresh. They dry in a couple of hours, and you look around and say, holy crap, it looks like I just had brand new laid right on my floor. They also do an unbeatable job with your uh, area rugs, with your upholstery, with your drapery, all of these things. And if you want to save even more money, when you call Dry Concepts, ask them to put you on their standby list, which can save an extra 15% on your next carpet cleaning. Just call this toll-free number, believe you me. Like I always tell you, uh, you use these people once, you'd never dream of calling anybody else again. I've been using them in my homes for over 20 years. Call toll-free 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. And by the way, what was wrong with that picture of the pirates on their website there? That was pretty good. Huh? No, nothing. 1-800-248-5071 or log on to their website at dryconcepts.com. Nobody does it better. Okay. Don't be fooled by the rocks in my pants. I'm Jenny with the big fat Puerto Rican. I got a secret you may not understand. I'll bet you didn't know I'm really a man. A shapely Puerto Rican Julio Chuck. But I'm still known as the girl from the block. Horny men want me a lot. But very little know that I have a pig. I got started dressing like this in my teens. Dressing like a hooker queen. With just some collagen and silicone teats. My body's well-rounded. Like I told you, I'm a manly man. That's not cottage cheese on my can. I got my weenie back there in the jam. My hair is real. Give it a squeeze. Mmm. And my hair too. I do a better job on the feminine voice, but I got a little cold, so I don't have a choice. I like the surprise in the eyes of the boys when they get a load of my uncircumcised toy. Nothing else is phony, no hormones, but under my clothes, the rest is me. Don't be fooled by the rocks in my pants. I'm chilling with the big fat Puerto Rican. I got a secret you may not understand. I bet you didn't know I'm really a man. A shady Puerto Rican, Julio Jock. But I'm still known as the girl from the block. Rectum. Horny men want me a lot. But very little know that I have a big... Oh, wait a minute. 1046, she's got a big one. In fact, I hear that Celia Cruz left it in her will. She left it in that big strap-on model. Uh, no talent, unfunny, and ugly. Bernie Mac, says Steve, for the poll. Okay. I know Freddie Mac. Who the hell's Bernie Mac? He's, He's one of the uh, kings of comedy, guys. Got a show on, I guess it's Fox. He's oh, I don't watch Fox. Medium funny. Oh, Bernie Mac. 
Also, Paulie Shore says Dave the Cop. And you know who else we need to put on there right away? Paulie Shore for the past ten years because he's been around since. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Like I said, days. cross that off. Forget about him. Um, who did we just say? Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac. And I got one for you, Bill Maher. Oh yeah. Oh man. The same people who listen to a light bulb radio, you know, the old type uh, right against the left, uh, all that crap talk shows. They're the uh, Bill Maher crowd. He he's the Dave Berry of uh, TV. He makes me sick. Little trippy asshole, Bill Maher. Nice makeup we... job, though. What? He wears nice makeup, like a Screw lot of pancakes. Yeah, then the 80 pounds of pancake. Uh, get that up there, Eric, and let's go with the poll, okay? We can put it up there because we up got there. What, we got a few names. What? Mine's up there. What you Mine's not there. It says no. the poll is. It says your poll is down. Oh, it was there for a minute. Yeah. Mine says your poll is down. Hang down your head. Uh... I got a. I got poll. Mine says the poll is down. All right. Anyway, here's another one for J-Lo. It says she has a big nose, her ass is too big, she can't sing her act. She's a no-talent piece of burial trash. Oh, my God, that sounds like an ethnic thing to me. Yes. Okay. Your poll is up? My poll is up. Well, my poll is up. Maybe Usually. Better, better get some of that Levitra. See, if it's good enough for Mike Ditka, this is what really cracks me up, you know. The Levitra people, they got to use Mike Ditka as their spokesman because if it's good enough for a real tough jock like Mike Ditka, then it's good enough for me. You don't have to feel like some kind of a pansy because you can't get it up. Boy, there must be an awful lot of limp-noodled guys running around America because this is the I mean, you got your Viagra and Levitra and go see Alice and uh, see this one and see that one. Maybe they can work on it for you. Good God. My my pull will not come up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe I need some Levitra. You think so? Or a crane. Always, oh, there it is. I always fancied myself as being a real macho guy like Mike Ditka. WQAM, hello. Yes, good morning. Uh, how yes, about sir. Pete Diddley and uh, Paris Hilton, possibly. Paris Hilton's good. Um, and, and P. Diddy? P. Diddy. And uh, I, can you explain to me how uh, uh, Mike Tyson can make over $200 million in his career and, and have $5,300 left in his bank account now? Well, he uh, likes to go out and go on shopping and, trips, you and, know. And, and, stole it from me. Yeah. And February is Black History Month. When is White History Month? Uh, Every other month. Two Every years from month. circus. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we better not have a no White History Month or them pointy hood guys are going to be running around. No, I agree with this guy. I mean, it's time for everybody just to stop being black and being white and being this and being that. And let's just all be like, uh, can't we get long, you know? Being Jewish. Let's get some Levitra and get long. That's what I say. Mike Ditka's got a whole pocket full of it. 5670560. Who did he just say? P. Diddy, and who was the other one? Paris. Oh, Paris Hilton. Oh, oh, oh. I feel unclean just saying the name. Unclean. Needle-nosed bitch. She is really nasty. She is skanky no and argument. scabby. I'll guarantee you one thing. We'll never put, well, I don't want to say never. Maybe we will put the Paris Hilton thing on. I just want to reassure you yes? about Paris. I have yet to encounter a heterosexual male that uh, likes her. I've yet to encounter a homosexual male who likes her. I guess nobody don't like Paris. And that's because there's too many French people there. Oui. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT. Boy, I can't say enough about Robitussin uh, for whatever this was. DM. The improvement in just one day is so miraculous. Plus, don't... Well, I don't want to talk about it now. Because I, I want to go about I'll go off on Jason Williams again, over and over and on and on. I hope they just fry his ass. Please, please, bring back old Sparky just one time, please. But you know they won't. I know they won't. Because he gotta he got to run fast and jump high and jam, right. uh, slam a Janet. WQAM, hello. How you doing, Uncle Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, Harold Ford is from Tennessee, I believe, from Nashville. He's great. He is. He's excellent. Very uh, well-spoken. Articulate. He's brilliant. And he's, uh, 
he's just a very intelligent man, and like, yes, he would he get my vote if he ran. And I got a spy report for you. I don't know if you had seen it. Did you see Johnny Depp on the actor studio? No. Yeah, that, that show with James Lipton yeah, I'm watching Bravo. Dean Cain on there. He's got a lot of pancake makeup to cover up his bad complexion on CNN right now. No, I didn't see but, that. Uh, yeah, Johnny Depp, and he usually rerun him. So if you get a chance, check out Bravo, because it was a real good, uh, real good hour with him. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye. USA Network is running this movie on Scott Peterson with Dean Cain, who looks a lot like him, as a matter of fact. He's on there right now on CNN. Uh, do you find that uh, a little bit disturbing, that the trial is going on now and they're running this movie? Uh, well, yeah, I have a problem with the jury system in general because of things like this. Yeah. I mean, why? what's the need to put this on there now, other than, of course, they'll get a big tune in audience right. and that everybody in the media, including us, is just a big whore. But I just I don't see that. Man, he you talk about Bill Maher wearing makeup, and I like Dean Cain. He's a good actor. And he wouldn't look too bad if he, you know, didn't have all them holes in his puss. But he's got enough makeup on it right there. You could, you could probably, even Tammy Faye Baker would be embarrassed. Uh, Am I on? right? I don't know, I don't know what channel you're on. You oh, he, I'm on uh, CNN. Oh. Anyway, you're, you're there good. There it is, I see him. WQAM, hello. Yeah. yeah uh, yes, sir. Nicole Richie and the car from Christine was a Plymouth Fury. Plymouth, that's right, Plymouth Fury, not a Dodge. Well, same family. Thanks a lot, Pally. No problem. You got that? We got it. A Plymouth Fury. And hell hath no fury like a Plymouth. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Who was that kid with the glasses? That geek. He also played in the Dress to Kill. Yeah, we did that before. And we figured it out. Somebody nobody ever heard of. He was good in there because he was like a real geek. He was kind of like the Robert Greeper of his day. <laughs> yeah. WQAM. Hello. Bill. Yes, sir. How are you doing this? I'm doing sensational. Hey, uh, don't you find it ironic that the people leading the march for, uh, you know, the ban gay marriages are the priests? Yeah, isn't that something? In in, in a state that that is has more cases of priests molesting kids than anywhere else in the United States. Right, Massachusetts. That's right. Neil, well, they, they want to keep it all to themselves. They're the you know they want to keep it in the uh, family. <laughs> Hey Neil, I know you don't you don't give two two snots about soccer, but tonight there's a huge soccer game between Mexico and the United States. Can you play that I own a Mexican that that uh, whatever that thing is? <laughs> okay, you got it, man. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Say hi to Pele. Keith Gordon. Keith Gordon what? Oh, that's right. That's the name of the actor. You're absolutely correct. I looked it up. Keith Gordon played the nerd with the uh, Plymouth Fury in uh, right. Christine. Arnie. And he also played um, the punk kid. In Dress to Kill. Well, that was yes. a good movie. Angie Dickinson. She was in it for about 45 seconds, but the taxi scene is worth watching it again. And the body double was in it for like two hours. And uh, Michael Caine was just, he's great. I love Michael Caine. Well, well, you know, you look at Michael Caine and you think, what's not to like, right? Did you ever see The Man Who Would Be King with Michael Caine? No, I saw The Man Who Would Be Queen. Sean Connery. No, no I didn't bad. see that. Now, what's that movie again with uh, Michael Caine and uh, <laughs> Christopher Reeve? <laughs> oh, How many? Uh, every, every three days. Every, every, no, 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 no. Uh, I don't know what it is. I've got a, a brain fart when it comes to that movie. Something trap. Something death trap. Booby trap. Clap trap. Shut your trap. Or something like that. It, it's, uh, it's a fag thing. You wouldn't like it. Anyway, Justin Tinkerbell's got eight, Paris Hilton's got seven. We got the poll up there. Now you can vote to your heart's content. We'll add a bunch more. Which big name celebrity of the past ten years is the biggest no talent piece of crap? Oh, Paris Hilton just uh, hopped over Justin. 
very very carefully too. She don't want to like uh, get any of that on her. Paris Hilton eleven, Justin ten, J Lo seven, Adam Sandler six, Bill Maher five, uh, Britney four, Fifty Cent got four. Hey, don't knock Fifty Cent. It'll blow your brains out. Bernie Mac two, and P Diddy's got a pair. There's something about that P. Diddy, man, just annoys me. And Nicole Richie's got one. Uh, WQAM, hello. Edward Norton, I can't stand him. Ed Norton, okay. Disgusting. Uh, he always, one good movie. Well, yeah, but he always plays these characters that look half asleep and real smarmy and all that crap. He's yeah, like a cock sideways, talking mm-hmm. on the yeah. side of his mouth. Yeah, uh, but, Sneering. uh, yeah, that's, that's my pull. Or that's okay, my thanks, pal, a good one. Head and what sideways did you say? Head cocked sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I'll tell you one thing. This is going to be some kind of a week. I can feel it. I can smell it. I think the good stuff is coming up here, too, now. It's in the air everywhere. Even your poll's up. My poll my poll did pop up during the last break. 52 votes. Paris Hilton's got 11 and Justin's got 10. Single digits for everybody else. Hop on it. We'll, we'll put a whole bunch more names on there. About 30, man. Not that we want to get Eric all upset. I'll say this for you. This uh, it goes to show you, once you croak, then they start picking on you. So yeah. don't croak. Report, Diet Dr. Atkins was obese. This just crossed my ass. Now, maybe he was obese when he croaked, okay? Maybe that's why he tripped and fell. Because fat people like me, we have a habit of tripping and falling because we're like clutches. But we did that appearance with Dr. Bob way back. How many years ago would you say that was? Uh, about 30, man. You no, know, I would say like six and seven. What, about what We were at IOD, right? Yes. So I'd say like eight or nine years ago. We did the thing at the Sawgrass at the mm-hmm. bookstore there, Books a Million, whatever it is. Thousands And he, he didn't, he wasn't fat at all. No, he wasn't. Plus, he introduced his, uh, this whole thing of his, this um, Atkins diet back in the 70s the first time. And he sure as hell wasn't fat then. So the fact that he was fat when he croaked, I mean, uh, what, the, what is that supposed to prove? Okay. And he had heart problems and he this and that. Man, it's just, it's so sad. Maybe this is to try to counterbalance. This is propaganda from mm. some of the people that are peddling some of the other stuff because they want to counterbalance the popularity of the low the bread thing. people. It's the bread conspiracy. It's the bread and the pasta crowd, man. They're Dr. Nuts. Atkins, he didn't know crap. Go out there and uh, eat Wonder Bread. It'll kill you in seven different ways. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. God. Now, a special message. From Janet Jackson's right one. Hello, hola, shalom, konnichiwa. I am indeed Janet Jackson's right fun pillow. The udder udder. The squishy fishy. Double J's double D. The right light. I had my official coming out party during halftime of the Super Bowl. In case you missed me. Wait a minute, how do you miss me? I weigh as much as a dog. <coughs> I gotta tell you, I was a little nervous about this whole dealie bob during rehearsal. But when Justin released me, when he pulled the patch, it was like I was born to smell the pyro. I don't mind telling you, Lefty was a little jealous over all my news clippings. Whining, moaning, complaining, all in all, acting like a boob. Hello. Most of us never get the chance to shine like that. The last one of us to be seen by over 120 million people was attached to Madonna. And that was more like one, two, sometimes three at a time. I am the envy of teats all over the streets. I've been waiting for this day since we were on good times with J.J. Walker. Waiting, growing, anticipating, never imagining I would make my world premiere at the Super Bowl. Some of you may have caught a glimpse of me at our last HBO special when we had the camera in the dressing room. 
but not like this. That was more like, ooh, 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 ooh. This was more like, hello. <laughs> and now that I'm out, I plan on staying out. Next month, I will appear before Congress to kick off my Hugs for Jugs campaign. <laughs> Where one day a month, women and men, and you know who you are, those sexy floppy man cans, women and men can let the right globe go. Being an African-American tata, I say free at last, free at last, great coogly moogly, I'm free at last. <laughs> I'm also in negotiations with Ben Stiller to appear in an next Meet the Parents sequel, tentatively titled, The Fockers Knockers. Some people are upset about my appearance at the Super Bowl. To you, I say, <laughs> tough titty. From Nestor and Kendall, do you understand this fact, other than the fact Christine is a 58 Plymouth Fury, which you already know that? The three topics for today, the boob, the dog, and no mo bush. Or is it just no mo? Ray Romano for our poll. Somebody says he sucks. I didn't know that. Please give a shout-out to my bandwagon Patriots fan boyfriend, Bruce. I think he may love Tommy Brady more than you. Thanks from Aja. Is that Aja Shikinda Shaka Khan? Maybe Here's Trisha uh -huh. says it was the incident with Warren Sapp and the coach of the Green Bay Packers, Mike Sherman, another scumbag from the U of M. I beg your pardon? What, uh, what was the incident? He hit a guy or something. Uh, who's he, who's guy. he? Warren Sapp hit a guy who wasn't looking. It was like a blind side, and he hurt him, sent him out for the Oh, season. I remember that, yeah. Like a dirty hit or something. Oh, but Warren Sapp went to U.M. Right? Right. And you can't spell scum without U.M. There you go. Uh, let's see. By far, Kid Rock. Oh, I like that a lot. Kid Rock sucks. Although you probably like him, George. He's annoying. And he keeps putting that American flag, keep making a mockery of our flag, man. You know Shame what? on you. He touched uh, hepatitis C, pus dripping skank, Pam. Well, that's right, so they probably rubbed He's off. Tainted, yeah. No, no, seriously. How come they made such a big simus about her booby and the fact that all these right wingers are so concerned about desecrating the flag and he dressed up again, he had the flag up his ass and in his crotch and in his armpits? How come they weren't screaming and yelling about that? Shut up. And that's because they're too, uh, it's the John Ascroft mm -hmm. effect, you know, and the Michael Powell's thing. Je Sarah Jessica Parker's wart. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay, nice going, Mike and Plantation. If not, then just Sarah. Okay, let's get Sarah's ass. I mean, Sarah on there. Yahoo. Boy, the faxes are just pouring in now. What I want to apologize for the fact I must have been crawling under the, a rock somewhere when that whole thing with the dog, because, uh, well, I'm, I'm glad, though, because if I would have found out about it right away, I probably would have done something rash, like gone, and, gone hunting out there. And I don't mean duck hunting with Scalia and Cheney. Well, speaking of uh, hunting for people, at least 50 people were killed and dozens more wounded this morning in a car bomb attack near a police station and courthouse south of Baghdad. The blast took place about 25 miles south of Baghdad. In separate attacks, two pair of Iraqi police officers were shot as they drove to work this morning in Baghdad. But I thought that the roadmap to peace in uh, Iraq was just going great. That's right. I thought that everything was under control. Huh? The world's a better place. Yeah. Don't forget, go to that uh, article. On our website from the nation, Katrina Vanden Heuvel. Let's see, Paris Hilton, no talent, bitch, 32, Justin Tinkerbell, 15. He ought to be doing better than that. He, oh, God, I don't know what makes me angry. The thought of Justin Williams shooting that dog or just seeing Justin Tinkerbell ever again. Can't sing. He's grotesque. He's gruesome. He talks like a little girl. But other than that, he's dynamite. Speaking of J.J. Walker. Adam Sandler, 10. J.Lo, 10. 50 cents got eight. And ain't that great? Britney Spears, seven. Now, why is that? That bothers me. Out of 102 votes, Britney's got seven. She's got a talent, so singing ain't it. Right? Right. 
I'd take a personal affront to anybody knocks young Brittany. I'd take P. Diddy's affront. got seven. Bill Maher, six. Bernie Mac, three. Nicole Richie, three. Kid Rock's got a pair already. Ed Norton's got one. Uh, Ray Romano, none. And Sarah's Jessica Parker. See, I actually said it that time. Yeah. Serica Jessica Parker. <laughs> she just <laughs> went up there. Out of 111, I did that on, on purpose, man. I'll get to the Atkins thing. I got so much stuff here. OW's guard files are MIA. They're missing in action, says the Daily News. Did I mention opening statements for the Justin Williams trial? Wow, this man. See, I pay no attention to the NBA because it's it's not my thing. You know, I have no interest in that garbage. It's crap. It's bullshit. But when somebody is a scumbag like this and people aren't screaming and howling about it, shot his dog because he lost a bet, and this was his dog. This wasn't somebody else's dog. This wasn't the other guy's dog. This was his dog. Get the effing dog off my porch or you're going to be next, sucker. WQM, not there. WQM, hello. Line nine, our favorite one. Hello. QAM, hello. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. I'm not uh, sure uh, how you feel. About, well, I, actually, I think I do remember how you feel about this guy. But uh, Well, how I feel isn't important. You're the, it's uh, your, uh, your chance to shine. Well, I'm, uh, I'm furious that from a guy who used to make fun of the fact that Bush couldn't pronounce nuclear, now Dennis Miller is doing everything but licking his patootie. Oh, Dennis uh, Miller would be excellent for this poll because he's only been around. I mean, he may have been around longer than that, but nobody ever heard of him before the last 10 years. A super silliest, pompous little sellout piece of crap. Absolutely. And, uh, frankly, uh, you know, uh, if you lay with dogs, you're going to get fleas. So since he's been laying with Bush, he must have, like, crocodiles in his uh, Lice. Okay? Lice. Good choice, <laughs> Pally. Thanks. Dennis Miller, get that asshole on there right away. See, we'll build a good list here today. It's not uh, just the old-timers that have been around a long time, like Oprah, that don't have any talent. Oh. Right? I mean, she'd, she'd probably win hands down, but she's, we're not, we don't, we've already done those things a million times. This is something new and different. Somebody, a whole different group of people, we can rip them an ass. And there's nothing like ripping a big, fat Rectum. ass. I'm not thinking of anybody in particular, but... Hiya, Pally! But... Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Mad Dog at two. The Humper at the American Airlines Arena. Speaking of basketball, give me the ball. Give me the ball at four. Panther preview at seven. Panthers host the Montreal Canadiens. It'll be a real frog fest at the arena tonight. Eddie K after the hockey game. Joe and Mark overnight. And of course at five in the morning it's um absolutely. What's his name with Gildy? Mo. It's the Mo and Gildy show. And Joe Rose at eight. There's the entire lineup for you for you to peruse and, like, you know, use that big eraser. Don't forget the Willie Williams show starts next Monday from 6 a.m. to midnight. Okay. I wonder what Greg Reed thinks about Willie Williams. Oh, I'd be afraid to find out. WQAM, hello. QAM. And back at you. WQAM, hello. How you doing? Okay. I got one that'll win. How about good old Mo? No talent. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, how you doing, Pally? Okay. All right, uh, how about the Mo Meister? Is he on there yet? Uh, see, there's two in a row. We're said big name celebrity. Is he a big name celebrity? No. Is he even a celebrity? No. No. Get with it. Which big name celebrity the past ten years is the biggest no talent piece of crap? Plus we said the last ten years, not the last ninety, okay? Get with it. Get with the program, baby. Some of these one-dimensional people, you know, you talk about a one-trick pony, man. Oh, neurotic repetition over and over again. Right, Mo? Absolutely. I mean, Mo's still the same old asshole, but nevertheless. He don't qualify for this. WQAM, hello. 
morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Got a suggestion for your poll. Go right ahead. Am I only allowed to give one, or could I give you two? Please, one. Please, let's limit it. Well, give me give me two, and then I will decide whether they belong in it. Dan Marino and O.J. Simpson. <sighs> give me, like, ten more. <laughs> Is that incredible or what? No, huh? it's incredible. Very credible. Wow. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T big name celebrity the past ten years got it not before the last ten years not somebody who was famous before Ben Franklin went and flew that kite we're talking about now 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 N O W National Organization of Weenies which you're hired into man you're elected idiot W Q A M hello hey I got one for the poll yes sir go ahead yeah give me George Clooney. George Clooney, but hasn't he been around longer than that, though, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been... Yeah, too long. In fact, he was in Batman Part 85, what, 100 years ago? It's more than 10 years, isn't it? I'm not sure. I can look it up. Oh, come on. George Clooney's been around long, almost as long as Rosemary Clooney. And Betty Clooney and Poopy Campo and Dave Garraway and Jack... Uh, what was the guy that used to be on there on the Today Show? Jack... Uh, off. Oh, Jack uh, Lasculli. Way before your time. See, see how great it is to be old and dying. No. Now, well, what's the deal with Batman with uh, George Clooney? He's been around forever. He's an old fart, George Clooney. Come on. We're talking about people that nobody ever heard of more than ten years ago. Okay, not somebody that uh, is still hanging around. Jesus. See, one thing you come up with a really great poll question, which is you know generates a lot of interest and excitement to rip somebody in the ass, and then you got to explain it to them over and over. My God, is South Florida dumb or what? Batman and Robin was ninety-seven. Well, that was like yeah, but he was around long what? before that. Everybody yeah. knew George Clooney before that. Facts of Life, nineteen seventy-nine. ER eighty-four. That's twenty-five years ago. Twenty-five freaking years ago, man. God. How about Oscar Levant? Oh, how about uh, Edward G. Robinson? Boy, yeah. it's so sad. But hey, listen, we're keeping these people off the streets, which is a pubic service. We got Paris Hilton, forty-five, which big-name celebrity of the past ten years, the biggest no-talent piece of crap. Paris got forty-five. Justin's Tinkerbell, twenty-one. <clears throat> He's making a move. JLo, sixteen. Fifty Cent's got thirteen. Unlucky number, man. Adam Sandler, 12. Britney Spears, 10. P. Diddy, 9. Nicole Richie's got 6. Sarah, and we'll show two of them on our website pretty soon. Sarah Jessica Parker, 6. Bill Maher, spelled wrong, has got 6. There's an E in there somewhere. M-A-H-E-R. Our Kid Rock, 5. Dennis Miller, 4. Bernie Mac, 3. Letty Kravitz. How did he get in there? Oh, Boca Bryant's not in. No, that's good. I, li I like that. Nice hair, by the way. Lenny Kravitz, too. Ray Romano and Boca Bryant. Nice hair. Ray Romano won, and Ed Norton's got one out of the first 160 votes. Now we're cooking a little bit. Starting to percolate. We're like on slow cook. Hey, guys, maybe your life is on slow cook. Last time you looked at your paycheck, it was like not worth a crap, okay? Maybe it was like as useful as Todd Dreck. Useless. If that's the case, why not do what smart people are doing? Call Fast Train toll-free at 866-FAST-TRAIN and start a brand-new high-paying computer career. I'm going to start gagging again. You want to know why? Why? It's my Todd Dreck allergies. Oh. oh, I just mentioned his name again. It's killing me. That's right. Call Fast Train and start a new high-paying computer career. In just four short months, they can help you get a new career that will change your life. Turn it around. The demand for computer professionals continues to grow, so call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN right now. 
With seven locations, Fast Train's bound to have a campus nearby you. Fast Train offers job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify, and with day-night weekend classes, no excuse to stay in that dead-end job no more. And if you register now, you can have that new high-paying career in no time at all. So call today and get yourself all turned around and start having a big fat paycheck. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN or check them on the web at FastTrain.com. My Mike and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Show you mine. Or past the Jews, Jesus. It's 1118 at 560 QAM. <laughs> See, just when you think you're over this crap, all of a sudden it starts making a comeback. It's oh, slow. Yeah. It's mighty yes. slow. Now, let me just say this to you. This thing I'm reading about the Dr. Atkins being obese, which is the big headline on the story, but he weighed 258 at the time of his death, had a history of heart disease, but he died last April at the age of 72 after being injured in a fall on an icy street in New York, but... Before his death, he had suffered a heart attack, congestive heart failure, hypertension. Uh, diet is one potential factor in heart disease, but infections can also contribute to it, which is what he had. They discussed this before he croaked. Stuart Traeger, chairman of the Atkins Physicians Council in New York, <clears throat> told the journal that the Atkins heart disease stemmed from cardiomyopathy, a condition thought to result from a viral infection. Atkins' weight was due to bloating associated with his condition, and he had been much slimmer during most of his life, Traeger said. See? So there's the headline. He was a big, fat slob. He weighed 258 when he died. He was all bloated up, like Jerry Lewis. Was he fat during his life? No. Sorry. Skinny. Skinny. And then he got some kind of a thing, whatever the hell it was that he got, and he took those drugs, and it, like, bloated them all up. Like a bullfrog, like somebody stuck a bicycle pump up his ass. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Just give us the headline, okay? Give us the emotional hysterical headline. I want to spend the entire week talking about goddamn uh, Jason Williams and how we're going to fry him. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I got a suggestion for the poll for Neil. Go right ahead. Okay, uh, Ben Affleck. All right, not bad. All right. Thank you. Thank you. He's been around a little bit longer than that, but nobody knew who he was, right? Right. Oh, and speaking of that, Justin Tinkerbell attended the Grammys with his mama. Did you know that? Now, the last two celebrities I can think of who attended an award ceremony, the uh, Oscars with their mamas, was Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Oh. Yeah, attended with mommy. I I could say some things. You follow the pattern? No, I do. I got a theory. Good. Yeah. No, it's not a theory. Oh, really? 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yeah, how about adding Simon Cowell to the poll? Who is it? Simon Cowell to the poll, the guy from American Idol. Okay, if you want. Simon Cowell, did he say? Simon Cowell. Is he a big-name celebrity? I guess so. A lot of people watching that show, unfortunately. That's pretty sad. Let's see. How about Andy Dick? Oh, we can't say that. Can we say that? No. Andy no. Dick and Simon Cowell. See, I told you we have a thousand names on it. There's a lot of no-talent assholes making some big bucks out there. More power to them, but, I mean, that doesn't mean they're not annoying. I'd rather have them making the money than Jason Williams. Ooh, just, uh, that just sticks in my craw if you catch my drift. It just bugs the crap out of me. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I want to put a name on the poll. Go right ahead. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher, okay. Coochie, coochie, coo, thank you. Coochie, coochie. Ashton Kutcher, he's doing, uh, who is it, Demi Moore? He was. Might what do you mean still... he was? What do you mean he was? I think he might be done. Yeah, I think he still is. Okay. They're doing it, man. They're doing it. Inside out, upside down, on the kitchen counter. They're doing it on the ceiling, on the floor, and more and more. What the hell are you kidding? You better get up on these things, mister. Okay. No, she's not doing it. Oh. We can't afford to have, like, three cardboard boxes on this show, okay? I'm supposed to be the only old square on this box. You better catch up with all these uh, hotshot uh, celebrities now. Well, I saw that coochie, stuff, coochie. those things last like five minutes. They usually well, get done well, that's what he on. said. No, she said it took about five seconds is all it took. Five six seven oh five sixty. There's something. There's something a little bit. Just like I told you about Howard Dean, man. I've got this tremendous instinct. Did I tell you about Howard Dean? Yep. Crazy. And what did I say? I said there was something a little bit off about him, and this is way back when, weeks ago, that bothered me a lot. There's just something a little bit off, and, and sure enough, showing sure off. And the same with Ashton Kutcher. I mean, you look at him like on that show. What is that uh, horrible, awful show? That '70s show. Yeah. And he looks like. He, he, how do I say it? I've said it before, and I don't want to say it because it's a terrible thing to say. He looks like uh, he's got the body of a woman, without minus the breasts. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guarantee he's got. Well, I don't want to say it. A mangina. He's got a mangina. WQAM on line nine. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Let's save a place on that poll for that. No talent jerkwad Tom Green. You don't like Tom Green? I liked him when he was started out. When he was, he was funny, kind of yeah. Unknown, but then he became mainstream and he had no game. Can, yeah, but, you, but you say face? no talent. I wouldn't say he's no talent. But if you want to put him on there, like you know, it's okay. Yeah, please do. Will that make you feel better? Absolutely. Correct. Okay, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's no talent. <laughs> He's a great talent. Uh, he's half the talent he used to be. That's what, uh, what's her name said? That dumped him after five months. What was, uh, uh, Ethel Barrymore? Drew. Drew. Drew a picture of a nut. And she said, oh yeah, that's what he's got. Just one. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Yeah, his old uh, show from Canada was great. Remember, I, I, I lent you some of those tapes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was hysterical. And then MTV got a hold of him, and they did to Tom Green what they do everything, they destroy it. Sooner or later, if you're on MTV, they destroy it. Now, one person they didn't have to destroy who was a piece of car- Oh, I got the name for you. Wow, what a segue. Carson Daly. Yeah, man. Wow. I want to change my vote. I hate Carson Daly. Okay. Right? He'll get a lot of votes. He sucks. He's a piece of turd. Oh, he's annoying, man. 
and he thinks he's a real ladies' man. You know, he thinks, oh, he's doing Christina Aguilera. He's doing Britney. Next week he's going to be doing uh, this one and that one. He'll be doing Justin. What big-name celebrity of the past ten years is the biggest no-talent piece of crap? Schmidt. Garbage. 209. 209 votes. Double digits. P. Diddy's got 11. Britney Spears has got... Oh, I, I can't believe that. Just changed again. Nicole Richie just moved into double digits. He's got 10. Britney Spears has got 14. Britney Spears is a no-talent slut. Shame on you people. P. Diddy, 15. Might Adam be. Sandler, 15. Six, uh, 62 cent. 50 cents got 16. J-Lo's got 20. Justin Tinkerbell's got... About 30, man. And Paris Hilton's... Oh, I, I can't believe that. She's got 65. She run off and hid. Now, you said uh, that fat, disgusting bitch... Nicole uh, uh, Cow, right? Nicole Cow, right? Didn't you mention her before the show? Yeah. How long? How long she been around since before she off that old man? I mean, hundred years. Has she really? I don't think anyone ever accused her of having any talent. She just took her clothes off. Oh, what a thought! Grotesque. But she's now new and improved, and only weighs four hundred. Originally, when she was. Thinner. Yeah. She was good looking, and then she got uh, fat and uh, you know pill popping and drunk and was disgusting. Right. Now she's well, you know, again. when you take all those billions of dollars away from that 900 year old man, you got to do something with it, you eat, right? You eat. Put it in the economy, right? Just kind of move it around a little Put bit it in your stomach. Put maybe that's what she did. Maybe she got all that money stuffed inside of her. Twenty six past eleven at five sixty WQM. Guys, Valentine's Day is coming up this Saturday. Hope you're not thinking about giving the same old tired flowers like you've been doing for years, unless you're planning on getting the same old nothing in return that she gives you on Valentine's Day. Here are three words you need to be thinking about. Vermont, teddy bear. Count them. Your center bear, Grandma at work, the lover boy bear, the love bandit bear, the new all-star Valentine dressed like a sports fan. When it gets there, she'll be completely surprised. All of her coworkers will think you're the greatest guy for sending such an original, thoughtful gift, even if you're a putz. Then maybe she'll give you the gift that you're hoping and praying for. Just call 1-800-829-BEER, <coughs> and a friendly bear council will help you choose the perfect bear for your Valentine, delivered with a free chocolate in their famous gift box. It only takes five minutes to order, and overnight delivery to your home office is guaranteed. So call that toll-free number, 1-800-829-BEER, or you can also shop online at vermontteddybear.com. Send your Valentine the creative alternative to flowers this year, and you can still do it. you got plenty of time. It's Saturday. That's 1-800-829-BEAR, and tell them that old Neil told you to call. one 800 829-B-E-A-R. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Repulses you more. Tonight on Comedy Central, it's the hilarious comedy stylings of Joe Lieberman. There's an old saying that behind every successful man, there's a surprised mother-in-law. Thank you. Can you believe it? The wacky Joe Lieberman tonight on Comedy Central. The best way to feed the birds is to give more oats to the horse. Thank you. Thank you. Brother, this guy stinks. Thank you. I'm getting hot, aren't I? Yeah, he sure knows his crap. 1131 at 560 WQM. The fax is now even coming in with stuff that's uh, ludicrous. For example, Steve says Kathy Lee Gifford. And we say no. she'd been around longer than uh, before Jesus was a baby, right? Right. Where'd George go? Uh, he's not here at the present moment. He just took off. He probably had to go <laughs> take a gigantic dump. Sharon Osborne. I guess we'll put that on there with much uh, regret. I can't believe that. And Mariah Screeching uh, Carey. It says, Mariah Carey's been around how many years? About 30, man. She don't qualify at all. So I guess we can put Sharon Osborne if and when George decides to come back. Is he back? No. Oh. 
Okay, George may come back or may not, as the case may be. He may have just decided to run out on us, and I can't blame him, to be honest with you. Five six seven oh five sixty. You back? That was a short break. What'd you do? Pooped. Was not a short. You did? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God! You see, I caught it from you. Sorry. I was doing just fine again until you came back in. I think it's my George allergy. How about Sharon Osbourne? Somebody says. Okay. And then they also somebody said Mariah Carey and Kathy Lee Gifford. Both of them have been around a hundred years. I mean, you people just don't get this. You just don't get it. I don't get it. What's wrong with yous? I'll tell you right now, unless unless somebody comes up with a really blockbuster name, nobody's going to touch Paris Hilton. And who could blame him? WQAM. Hey, Neil, what's up, man? How you doing, sir? Good. you got to put Fred Durst on there. Fred Durst is the worst. Yes. He's annoying and no talent scumbag. In or out of his underwear, correct. George get upset about that. He loves Fred Durst. Oh, well, that's life. Thanks. Later. Yeah, you do. Okay. You don't? I thought Limp Biscuit was all right. And, uh, I thought you were a big lately. fan. I thought you were a real big fan of Limp uh, Biscuit. We keep going over this. They were hot for like five minutes. Right. And uh, you liked them? Stuff. I liked them. Well, get Fred Durst on there, okay? Don't argue with me. Just put Fred Durst on there, Mr. Who's arguing with you? I'm just, jeez, uh, boy, he, you must have taken an ugly dump. That was pristine. Was it really? Oh, it yeah. just slid right out. It oh, don't sure say did. that. Michael Powell be on our case again. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eight. Well, before we go on, <coughs> uh, New York Daily News today says W's guard files MIA. There is a hole in service exit. Despite President Bush's stated willingness to make his Air National Guard records public, the agency in charge of the paperwork balked yesterday, saying it doesn't have his permission in writing. And the White House said it doesn't have any records to release. Bush made the statement Sunday on Eat the Press in an effort to end speculation over Democratic accusations that he was AWOL from his Air National Guard unit in 1972. And by the way, he lied. He said that he got permission to leave eight months early so he could go to Harvard Law School. Guess what? He didn't go till a year later. Those eight months he was busy campaigning for some Republican in the South. He didn't go to law school until a year later to Harvard. Uh, anyway, when asked if he would release pay stubs, tax records, anything to show that you were serving during that period, Bush responded, yeah, if we still have them. White House spokesman Scott McClellan said yesterday afternoon that there were no pay stubs or tax returns to make available. I think the president, like most Americans, doesn't have his tax returns from 33 years ago, McClellan said. In terms of pay stubs, during the 2000 campaign, we checked with the Texas National Guard, and they informed us they didn't have them, McClellan said. He said we made everything we had available during the 2000 campaign. The headquarters of the Air Reserve Personnel Center in Denver last night was compiling an updated review of Bush's service, but spokeswoman Cindy Dewey cautioned that the record would be incomplete. She said, Dewey still beats Truman. We don't have anything in writing from him, Dewey said. Until we do, we're releasing the information subject to the Freedom of Information Act, meaning that medical and personal administrative material would be deleted. The White House last night couldn't say when the written permission was going to be provided. (laughs) Oh, this thing's going to blow up in his puss, you'll see. Democratic National Committee spokesman Tony Welch charged that the gaping hole in the president's service is still there. He hasn't done anything to clear that up. A senior GOP political strategist agreed that Bush didn't put that one to bed with his performance on Eat the Press. Military law expert Eugene Fidel said the DNC chairman was over the top in charging that Bush was AWOL from his Alabama Guard unit. As a member of the National Guard, Bush at most could have been subject to a charge of unsatisfactory performance, Fidel said. Of course, what he's failing to see is that somebody was pulling the strings behind the scene, which is what got him in the guard in the first place, because Daddy got him in there. 
pulling the strings behind the scenes. Okay, here we go. Enrique, I say that with great regret, my close personal buddy, Enrique de Grisius. Uh Julio Iglesias Jr., nobody knows who that is, who she is. Uh, it is, right? Right. But Enrique certainly qualifies. And Anna Cornahoya, absolutely. Absolutely. The old tree trunk broad. I know everybody, all the straight guys. <laughs> and all the gay guys and all the sighted guys. No. Oh, gay I'm guys are in Anna Cornaholia? I'm talking Says about the tree trunk comment. What does that mean? That she doesn't have tree trunks. How do you know? Redwoods. Okay. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. See, it gets all porky. We're putting her on there. We're giving her a shot. Yeah. She doesn't have any talent. Hey, we're giving 50 Cent a shot. There you go. He has less than no talent, but he did kill somebody, so he says. They had a uh, Jason Williams killed his dog. I don't know about the limo driver, but I, I think he ought to get it just for killing the dog, don't you? Sure. And let me ask you this. Why is it, since everybody seems to know this story about him killing his dog, what, what, what punishment did he get for that? Do we know? I guess none. Evidently nothing. Evidently nothing for shooting and killing his pet dog because he lost a bet to some other scumbag. Jesus K effing Christ. What kind of a what kind of a world are we talking about? Can't understand all this violence in America, can you? <laughs> but no. we had a naked booby on TV. My God, God only knows what it'll be next. We need a lot more naked boobies on TV is what we need. A lot more nudity, and like I've been telling you for about a hundred years, a lot less senseless violence. WQAM, hello. What is it? Um, Bad phone. Neil, I just wanted to uh, propose to you that uh, you and I bet on a Maple Leafs game, and the winner gets to shoot Jason Williams. Uh, excellent. Great idea. Okay. <laughs> is this the same Jason Williams that shot his chauffeur? Alleged. You remember there's another Jason Williams, right? No, this, is the, the this is the player. same one. This is the same one. Oh, the trial. God. The trial starts today. Oh, my Opening God. statements. That's the guy. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Good luck to you, Pally. Good luck. Uh, see, the Panthers got a new coach. Any interest? No. From the inside of the organization, of course. Works cheap. Not going to go out there and spend a buck. Alan Cohen, by the way, for the Panther organization, drowning in a sea of red ink. They were talking about that here on the uh, hockey shows over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Drowning in a sea of red ink. Some franchises in the South and the NHL in big, well, the whole league's in big trouble because there's going to be a lockout next season. But uh, Carolina, even Atlanta with their good team, uh, Florida Panthers, some teams in really deep crap. You keep making up those attendance numbers, Alan. Keep giving away them tickets for free. That'll bring in the cash. WQAM, hello. Hola. Hola. Not there. Too late. Too late. Too slow for me. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I'm doing. I think I got one for you. Yeah. Doctor Phil. Doctor Phil is magnificent. A fine choice. Thank you. And thank you so much. Amen. Like his hair. Like his haircut, though. What? I said, Amen. Amen. <coughs> Opening statement set for Williams trial. Now, what do they got on the um, court TV? Is that trial being televised? You know? I don't know. Oh, uh, let's see. Phil Spector. Uh, Robert Blake, Kobe Bryant, they just, they're in a spot now. You can condition. Oh, it's Kelly Ripper. I feel unclean. <laughs> no, she, she's got an, she's, she's got the same face as Paris Hilton. 
No. Yeah, she does with that oh, pinched man. nose. I, I, I don't find females with pinched noses attractive, whether it's Christina Aguilera, whether it's Paris Hilton, or the unctuous Kelly Ripa, who's got enough makeup on there to make Mary Kay a billionaire. Could be cataracts. She drives a cataract? Probably does. Probably Regis London to her. Over the waterfall. You think Regis is getting a little bit of that? Oh, I think he's hitting that. He sure as hell wasn't hitting Kathy Lee, I'll guarantee you. Yeah, maybe this way. What a disgusting thought. 20 till noon at 560 WQM. We got the Willie Williams show replaces Mad Dog and Hank today between 2 and uh, 7. Panther preview 7 to 7.30. The Panthers host the dreaded Montreal Canadiens and the lovely Josie Theodore at uh, 7.30 tonight at the Mac Arena. Any interest? No. A lot of frogs will be there filling up the seats. Eddie K follows the hockey game Joe and Mark in the dark overnight. Remember Mark in the dark? No. Yeah, you do. I do. On I-95? I-95. Cox was on there, Mark in the Dark. Well, who the hell was that, Mark? What was his name? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Mark Morgan. <laughs> oh. I bet you he went to that uh, broadcasting school, you know what? I'm Mark Morgan. Now here's Neil Rogers on 560 QAM. What a spaz. <laughs> Love you, Mark. Hey, thinking about a new car or truck, well, if you want to save big land, I wonder if he did jock. If you want to save a lot of cash, head for Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. You'll find them on US-1, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. Well worth the trip, no matter where you are, because Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is going to save you thousands and zillions and jillions of dollars on great new Toyotas. Check out these great prices. They're unbeatable. An 04 Corolla loaded, including air that you own, for just $12,990. An 04 Camry with air automatic and lots more, just $16,990. Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America, from just $14,990. When you buy your new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, you'll get a free sun pass. This was the first dealer in the area to offer you free tires and batteries for life. So you figure it out. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. Experience the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated, and they're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. No games, no BS, no a song to dance. Their service department is open late weeknights, even to late, to make sure that the service work is done and done right. Easy to get there. They're on US-1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 simple minutes south of the old 836. So if you're nauseated, if you're sick and tired, if you're fed up with those mega dealers who overpromise, give you the big song to dance and then underdeliver, call David Rich, Armstrong's Toyota Homestead GM at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247 for Armstrong's. Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save yourself a whole lot on that great new Toyota. Live and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Willie Williams surrendered 11.15 this morning. Turned himself into the BS. How do you like that? Hey, Mikey, what you eating? It's Kellogg's new Rice and Krispies. Oh, how's it taste? It's a... Yes, it's Kellogg's new Rice and Krispies. With that drop-dead taste, kids love. Hey, you okay? You must have liked it so much you painted. Let me have a try. Kellogg's new Rice and Krispies cereal. Fortified with 10 essential vitamins and minerals in every powder-filled box. Try a spoonful. 
You're sure to fall for its drop-dead taste. I got no pulse here. Let's cover them up. Try the cereal that's got not only kids, but the whole Senate talking. Kellogg's new rice and crispy cereal. The only cereal that goes snap, crackle, five lines. All right. It's 1146 at 560 WKM. Here it is again in case you missed it. Courtesy of CBS4, Josh Darrow points out. You're such a pussy, Josh. Uh, Willie Williams surrendered himself in the main jail lobby 1115 this morning. Oh! BS. Oh! Didn't know he was going to surrender at that time. He's currently inside the jail and will not be accessible to the media. So I guess we ain't going to be talking to Willie Williams today, huh? But like, but like, uh, Geldy says, let's rehab him. Come on, let he, he give him another 20, 30 chances. Come on. Geldy, you're such a little suckling. Remember the movie The Ugly Duckling? We're gonna make a sequel that's gonna be called The Ugly Suckling, starring Geldy. And we're also gonna have a drop-in that goes, enough of the suckling. Here's Sean, who's one of our best backsters, who says, love the Joe Lieberman you just played. It says, Lieberman is so boring, his Secret Service code name is Joe Lieberman. Also, he wants to submit for the poll. Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey, the entertainment media, were so desperate to pump him up as America's heartthrob. Sean says he makes my colon throb, as in... Rectum. And he's got a great poll. I like this for uh, tomorrow. Did you see this? Yes. It's a good... He's a, he's a good poll man. <laughs> oh, that's a compliment, I guess. Woo! There's nothing like being a good... Oh, speaking of that, I guess I better play this once. Where is it? Oh, that's why I just got through playing that one. What? Where the hell is it? Oh, it's, uh, I had it queued up. I didn't even know. Tom Brady of the Patriots. You're the youngest quarterback to win two Super Bowls. What are you going to do next? I'm going to go home and watch Janet Jackson's halftime performance on my TiVo over and over again. Ah! Uh, I'm sure he's doing a hell of a lot better than Janet Jackson. Anyway, he's also a good pull man, Tom Brady. This pull, what movie was the most depressing? That's good. I shouldn't have probably read that because now they'll start calling in with that for tomorrow. Don't do it. He's got a good list here, too. Midnight Cowboy, Casualties of War, Romeo and Juliet, Citizen Kane, Terms of Endearment, Ode to Billy Joe, Looking for Mr. Goodbar, or Jack the Bear? What the hell was Jack the Bear? Uh, I forget. Was that like Jack the Ripper? Like the Grim Rimmer? 5670560, in case you didn't hear it, opening statement set for the Jason Williams trial. Jurors will hear two versions of how a limo driver was killed. When opening statements are made in the former NBA star's manslaughter trial in Somerville, New Jersey, prosecutors maintain that while Williams didn't intend to kill Costas Gus Christofi, he acted with reckless indifference when he took a shotgun from a cabinet in the bed. A lot of shotguns in that house, you know what? Doesn't everybody? And opened it and closed it in one motion. It fired and hit Christofi. He was about three feet away. He uh, opened a cabinet and like, bada-bing. Williams has been free on bail, of course, and his defense team have portrayed the shooting at the 40-room mansion as an accident. The defense has indicated it will attempt to show Williams was in shock. Right. Prosecutors said that immediately after the shooting, Williams wiped the gun, tried to put the victim's hand or fingerprints on it. He then removed his clothing, jumped into a pool downstairs, put on new clothing. He told guests they must agree the shooting was a suicide and tell police they'd all been downstairs. That sounds like something an innocent guy would do, isn't it? Of course. Told all the guests they must agree the shooting was a suicide and tell police they'd all been downstairs. And then it goes on about it. He faces uh, seven charges, including aggravated manslaughter, witness tampering, charges that could carry up to 55 years in prison. All right. Cry his ass now. Not for the limo driver, but for the dog. 
God, that story about shooting a dog is just... It's just Nauseating? I mean, what, what kind of a sane person, somebody that's like walking around on the outside, what kind of a sane person who doesn't play in the NBA is allowed to do that? Anybody we know? No. No. But not if you're a jock. Not if you're studying jock. Five, six, seven. Oh, look at this. Oh, no. It just keeps getting worse, doesn't it? Just after he turned himself in because he wants his 40th chance. It's only it's only his 13th chance. I think he's got like 12 criminal charges. So this is lucky number 13. He can be the next Dan Marino, even though he's a linebacker. New charges relating to the dis discharge of a fire extinguisher were filed against Carroll City High School linebacker Willie Williams this morning. Gosh dang. Gainesville State Attorney Bill Servone filed charges of obstructing extinguishment and criminal mischief which he classified as misdemeanors stemming from Williams' football recruiting trip to the University of Florida January 30th to February 1st. Williams, U of M's top recruit, could surrender. He did already, 11:15. On Monday, he was charged with misdemeanor battery by Cervone for allegedly hugging a woman against her will. Well, he's just being friendly. Let me right. give you a little hug. No, yeah, yeah. Today's newest charging document says Williams did willfully and maliciously injure, destroy, remove, or in any manner interfere with the use of tools equipment or other instruments used in the detection, reporting, suppression, or extinguishment of fire to wit fire extinguishers by discharging fire extinguishers without authority lawful purpose. Well, that one to me seems like small potatoes, right? Right. Now, the hug of the uh, broad without her permission, like, oh, I'm going to give you a hug. No, yes, I am. No, I don't think so. No, thanks. Yes. Uh-huh. Plus the other uh, 45 or 50 things on her. He's got some problems. But like Yeldy says, give him another 20 or 30 chances. Come on, and let's bring Lawrence Phillips back to the Dolphins. Oh! One more try. What do you say? No. And Mercury Morris? And some of the other scumbags? See, one thing all you kids out there must learn, and that is if you're just a scumbag, if you're like a janitor, if you're like a cab driver, if radio you're a host. truck driver, if you're a radio ho no, that's a different category. If you're uh, just an ordinary, like a, a salesman, a sales hole, you can't be a scumbag. And without everybody, like, trying to throw your ass in jail the rest of your life. But if you're an athlete or a major celebrity of some kind, like a movie star or a TV celebrity, then you can be a real scumbag. You can basically do whatever the hell you want. Mm -hmm. A rock star. A rock star? Do whoever and whatever you want. And everybody say, oh, can we please have your autograph? Please, please, can we have your autograph? It might be worth something someday. Oh, and speaking of scumbags... One minute, Mark Francois was talking and laughing with his cousin and cousin's friend outside Mark Tires, his Fort Lauderdale car wash and detailing shop. Next minute, bullets were flying. Two men were hit, one fatally yesterday. I step inside the office. I hear a bullet, Francois told Channel 4. When I look out, I see my cousin on the floor. A witness followed the gunman as he got into a Chevy Malibu, calling police with a location. Fort Lauderdale Police Detective Andy Pallon said the witness told police the car was headed toward I-95 and Mark in the dark. I was on the phone with the police, said the witness, who said he was related to both Francois and one of the men who were shot. He told the dispatcher, I'm following them right now. Next thing I know, i got like 20 cop cars behind me. Officers halted southbound traffic on I-95 and finally stopped the Malibu just north of Sheridan Street across from the Penn Dutch Food Center. Penn Dutch Meats. Remember, there used to be a sponsor on this show one time. Yes, indeed. years ago. And that guy found the, the grinder. <clears throat> That's right. Kind of like uh, Julian on Passions. It was in the tuna canning thing. He didn't accelerate. He slowed down, pal, and said he only changed lane once and he used a blinker. TV helicopters followed as almost 20 police cars converged on the car, ordered the suspect out. Get out of the car, mother effort. The slaying suspect was questioned late last night. He faces charges of murder, attempted murder. Two other people in the vehicle also are being questioned but hadn't been charged.
Paulin said I-95 was completely closed for just a few minutes, snarling, <coughs> southbound traffic afterward. How unusual. Not too far from George's house, as a matter of fact. Not too far from the old IOD, from the Paxson IOD. See. Not too far from uh, where, uh, what's his name, Marky Mark's uh, parking space was. Remember that? Mm-hmm. What was his name? Jack Mark. Jack Mark. We still have his sign in here. X marks the spot. What an asshole. Hey, Jack Mark, I hope you're listening. You're a real asshole, okay, Jack? You're an idiot. Jack Mark, all bent out of shape about his parking spot in that building. A real putz. Not as big of a putz as Roy! Pressman, the chief engineer at Paxson. A real schmuck. Paris Hilton, what would I tell you? She's got 87 votes. She is pulling away from the pack. Which big-name celebrity from the past 10 years is the biggest no-talent piece of crap? Paris Hilton, 87. Justin Tinkerbell, 44. Britney Spears, 24. I find that to be a communist act. Don't you find that unacceptable? Sacrilege. No tan to call her a piece of crap. Anyone who's seen her, she is a piece. If that's all she did, she's a piece. Must be a bunch of fags. J Lo, 24. What? I'm telling you, what what heterosexual guy would call Britney a piece of crap? Nobody I know. Probably uh, Freaky Carlos voted 24 times. I bet she likes Susan Lucci, though. Jennifer Lopez, 24. P. Diddy, 23. 50 Cent, 22. Adam Sandler, 19. Nicole Richie, 17. Dennis Miller, also 17 and moving up nicely. Schmuck. Kid Rock, 11. Bill Maher, 9. Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, 8. I said it right. It's the first time in my life. Dr. Phil, 6. Tom Green's got 4. That's bad. Tom Green is not a no-talent. He's a very funny guy. You wouldn't know that on MTV. Right. Those are people who never saw his old show. And maybe they saw that awful movie. What was that movie he made? Oh, man. Oh. How easy they forget. That was worse than Fartman. Freddy got fingered. Freddy got fingered, yeah. Oh, yeah. Freddy gets the finger. In fact, he said he'd be willing to give up one, any one finger if he could get that other nut back. Sharon Osbourne, four. Lenny Kravitz, four. Ben Affleck, four. Carson Daly's got four and starting to move up nicely. You suck, Carson. You suck big time. Bernie Mac, three. Ray Romano, three. Ashton Kutcher Kuchiku, three. And Ed Norton, one. And one for Eddie Dick. Fred Durst's got one. Kind of like a corkscrew one. Anna Cornohoya's got one. Simon Cowell's got one. And no votes yet. They just went up there. Enrique and Matthew McConaughey out of 348. They don't want to vote for Enrique because it'll make me feel bad, you know? Enrique. He's okay by me. You like Enrique. As what? A guy. Never met him. <laughs> but he loves this show. Oh, good. He loves this show. Great. Send me a Christmas card. I love his Send show. Send me autographed CDs. Loves me. And he finally, I'll say one thing for him, he finally fessed up. He said, I don't really, I'm not a great singer, which, <laughs> oh, no kidding. And he finally got rid of that mole. He got rid of the mole. He said, I'm selling sex. That's what I'm doing. I'm selling schmaltz and sex, and I got a hot body, and I look really great, and I like, uh, you know, make a lot of guttural noises. And what's not to like? 11.57 at 5.60 WQM. Don't forget, live from the BS oh. Willie Williams show at 2 this afternoon. Live in the Lord. Here's Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Cuckoo, baby. Let's turn this mother out. Puff the Magic Rapper is on my TV. No one heard of him before, or his name is Puff Daddy. I said that's Puff 
the magic wrapper won't be here that long. Not unless he learns to sing or to write a friggin' song. I said, Puff, the magic rapper is all over MTV. Only because someone shot notorious B.I.G.'s. That guy, maybe someone should tell him making it this way is wrong. Picking at your dead best friends, the king, flesh and bone. Oh! Snoop Doggy Doggy Dog on the ball track. 1202 at 560, WQM got an amazing story here. White House to release Bush's military pay records, which proves nothing, but we'll get to it. All right. Proves nothing. Uh, P. Diddy's moving into a third place tie. That's why I played that. And guess who he's tied with? Well, I could look. I don't have to guess. J-Lo, 26 Good. apiece. Oh, they were nice. married for about... Few seconds. About thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, she's always uh, always marrying these uh, fag. I mean, these uh, funny, strange guys. The White House facing election year questions about President Bush's military service is releasing pay records, other information intended to support his assertion, intended to support his assertion that he fulfilled his duty as a member of the Air National Guard during the Vietnam War. Do we believe it? No. Will it prove anything? No. The material to be released today was to include pay records and annual retirement point summaries to show that Bush served the turkey to the troops. These records clearly document that the president fulfilled his duty, White House shield Scott McClellan said. The point summaries were released during the 2000 presidential campaign, but the pay records were not obtained by the White House till late yesterday from the Air Reserve Personnel Center in Denver. He said the center, apparently acting on its own, reviewed Bush's records and came up with the pay information. It was our impression from the Texas Air National Guard. They stated they didn't have them, he said. It was also our impression these records didn't exist. Bush on Sunday authorized the release of his guard records. McClellan said the latest material apparently is all of Bush's records. The pay information documented the dates when Bush showed up for guard duty. The spokesman said, you are paid for the dates you serve, McClellan added. Right. Bush's military record was raised as an issue in the 2000 campaign. Well, we know all about that. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Uh, a central issue is whether Bush showed up for duty while assigned to guard units in Alabama, where he worked on a political campaign in 72. There may be no evidence, but I did report Bush told NBC's Eat the Press on Sunday. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been honorably discharged, unless, of course, somebody was pulling the strings behind the scenes. Oops. Another question is why he was allowed to end guard duty. About six months early to attend Harvard Business School, Bush said on NBC, had worked it out with the military, and I'm just telling you that I did my duty. The only problem being, like I told you before, he didn't attend Harvard Military School, uh, uh, Business School at that time, until a year later. Right. Look it up. Look it in uh, Reed Shrub by uh, Molly Ivins. McClellan said the White House would release statements previously distributed from Albert Lloyd, Jr., who was personnel director for the Texas Air National Guard from 69 to 95 and who reviewed Bush's military records at the request of his campaign four years ago. Lloyd has said that Bush's early discharge was not uncommon for pilots or other crewmen who were to leave soon and had been trained in now obsolete jets, as was Bush's case. Right. <clears throat> so we'll give you eight months off to go campaign for some Republican candidate down there in uh, Georgia, Alabama, wherever the hell it was, and then you can just goof off all that time, and we'll give you credit. And we'll fix it all up for you, because Daddy's pulling the strings. Appreciate it. <clears throat> oh, no problem. Don't forget, we got the primaries going on Tennessee and Virginia. Kerry's going to kick ass again today. And Howard Dean says, I'm not leaving. Even next Tuesday, if I lose in Wisconsin, contrary to what I said before, because I changed my mind a lot, I'm not going nowhere. I'm hanging in there. Is he doing well in Tennessee? No. How about Virginia? No. No. Is he second in either one? No. No. He's sucking wind is what he's doing. I'm so glad that I saw through, you know, I mean, not that I had anything to do with it, but I'm just, I'm just glad that I hopped off real quick. I hopped off of that 
hot potato real fast because I saw something just not just not right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was before the I have a scream speech. Anybody could have jumped on in and said, well, you know, he's a nutcase. The media just stuck the final nails in his coffin on that deal. Paris Hilton's only one vote away from 100. Alabama. Now, today, the White House said they will release some new, never-before-seen uh, payroll documents from the Air Reserve. I just got through saying that, honey. See, I'm ahead of CNN, even. How do you like that? That was from the Boston Globe, by the way, which is always ahead of CNN. Paris Hilton, 99. Justin Tinkerbell, 47. Jennifer Lopez, 28. P. Diddy, 27. He's fallen uh, uh, right on Jennifer J. Lo's behind. Britney Spears, 25, 50 Cent, 24, Adam Sandler, 20, Nicole Richie, 17, and Dennis Miller, 17. An excellent pairing, if you ask me. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hi, may I speak with Neil, please? Speaking. Hi, Neil, how you doing? Okay, our first lady of the day. Uh, lady, yeah. Um... I have a, a name for your poll. Okay. Anna Nicole Smith. I suggested that. I don't think we put her on there, did we? Oh, oh I don't know. She, I, I she didn't say anything. Oh, but she's uh, 300 pounds <laughs> of crap. <laughs> she's scary. <laughs> she sure is. But, okay, uh, thanks. Thanks. Bye. You got it. Yeah, I'm glad she called because we mentioned right. her before. We were you were saying about it. Oh, no. This is some of the best news. I've, I mean, some of the worst news I've ever seen. Jack Mark is dead? That makes that sign a collector's idea. Oh! That's bad news. Jack Mark died. Oh! That'll Apparently. teach him to mess with me in his parking spot over there at Paxton IOD. Man. I guess then, now who told you this? Greg. Greg Reed? Greg Reed. Greg was listening to this show? Did, now, did you give him permission to listen to this show? We're not talking about sports. He can't be listening to this show. We are talking about Willie Williams. Well, we're talking about Jason Williams and Willie, Willie Williams. Williams. Right. And, Willie and, and uh, Larry Williams, short, fat, fanny. Remember that? No. Sports. That's what we're talking about. Sports. Sports. I'm oh, sorry. Greg's listening. We better talk about sports. 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 Jack Mark is dead. Well, thanks for the good news, Greg, and have a great life. I've seen you one of these days, but not too soon, hopefully. Thanks for the corporate disease that I'm still getting over with from your sick building, by the way. That's where I got sick down there. This is just the afterbirth of it. I mean, turning on the heat in here yesterday only compounded it, if you catch my drift. Mm -hmm. It only, like, made it worse. But I got the crud right there in that room where you're sitting. So beware. Oh, Cross-border church visit cost man $10,000. Look at that. Montreal. Crossing the U.S.-Canada border to go to church on Sunday cost a U.S. citizen $10,000 for breaching Washington's tough new security rules. The expensive trip to church was a surprise. You know something? I think that this inspired me, this story. I think if it starts costing everybody $10,000 to go to church each time or synagogue or mosque or wherever they're going, I think that solves the problem right there, don't you? Sure. People will stop going. The expensive trip to church was a surprise for Richard Albert, a resident of rural Maine who lives so close to the Canadian border, the U.S. Customs Office is right next door to his house. House. Like the other half-dozen residents of Township 15, Range 15, Crossing the border is a daily ritual for Albert. The nearby Quebec village of St. Pamphile is where they shop, eat, and pray. There are many such situations in rural areas along the largely unguarded 5,530-mile border between Canada and the USA, in which in some cases actually runs down the middle of streets or through buildings. I never knew that. Did you? Yes. The border runs down the middle of streets? Sometimes. Like 441, like by a mommy's house there. Right on uh, one side, on her side, it's... um. Hollywood, the other side is uh, Davy. 
Right through you know the that? rooms in some cases. As a result, Albert says he didn't expect any problems three weeks ago when he returned home to the U.S. after attending Mass in Canada as usual. The local U.S. Customs Station is closed on Sundays, so he just drove around the lock gate, as he'd done every weekend since the gate appeared last May, following a tightening of border security. Two days later, Albert was summoned to the customs office, where an officer told him he'd been caught on camera crossing the border illegally. Ottawa has granted special passage to some 300 U.S. citizens in that region so they can enter the country when Canadian customs posts are closed, but the U.S. canceled a similar program last May. Surprise! That forces local residents to make a 200-mile detour along treacherous logging roads to get home via the nearest staff border checkpoint. What a bunch of assholes. A spokesman for the U.S. Bureau of Customs and Border Protection would not comment specifically on Albert's case because of privacy laws. Since 9-11, we've enhanced our security, and yes, some of the situations require inconvenience to people. We have to go along with what the regulations are, said Janet Rappaport. Rappaport! Oi! A public affairs officer with the Bureau. She added that local residents have been told about the stricter controls. Albert has appealed to fine, but has not attended a Sunday Mass since. <laughs> I feel like I'm living in a jail, he said. Sir, and you are... Absolutely uh, correct, sir. Yeah. There you go, Albert. That's the good old USA for you, man. Just sticking it right in your butt. Oh, and also, you know what I didn't mention? This is bad. bad my bad. Sorry. Got too carried away with this poll. Well, the moveon.org thing. Oh, I bet you they got over 300,000 signatures by now. I'm sure. Because yesterday they had an email, for those of you who are members who just uh, read their uh, stuff, moveon.org. The response to our censure campaign has been incredible, just absolutely. Incredible. In, more, in just days, more than a quarter million people have joined our call on Congress to censure President Bush for misleading us in his rush to war, a response among the strongest we've ever seen. The response was so strong, in fact, that you may have had trouble accessing our website to sign on. We've now taken steps to ensure that you'll be able to get through. Just like we're doing to make sure you can get through when we have Jennifer Conley uh, naked tomorrow, right? Right. It says tomorrow we'll present our campaign. Ah! We'll present our campaign to Congress at a press conference in Washington, meaning today. We'll be joined by former top intelligence officers and by parents whose children have been injured and killed while serving in the military in Iraq. With your help, we can make a statement even more powerful, aiming at 300,000 signatures on the petition by sometime today. We can also reach a major milestone and move on uh, history. Our two millionth U.S. member. Two majority working assets in the Win Without War Coalition also are joining us in this campaign. Please join us in our call on Congress to censure President Bush at moveon.org slash censure. You can go online right now to moveon.org. And when in doubt, check it out. It's a beautiful thing. There's Howard Dean, who is... This is a Hail Mary pass, and, and Dean... Uh, Saying a lot of Hail Mary. ...did a fantastic job in revitalizing the Democratic Party. Is about to I don't know, is it, is it only me? Are you a little bit sick and tired of seeing the same Donna Brazil and uh, Mary Madeline, Magdalene, and all these, the same old talking heads, you know? Aren't, yeah, aren't you a little bit sick and tired of seeing those people on there? Quite. God Almighty. Send them out to lunch or something. Get rid of them. Put some new people on there, some new talking head. Christ. Oh, there's a, a Howard Dean signed an autograph. Aren't you excited? Ooh. Twelve minutes past noon at 560 WQM. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, zero discounted points. Get yourself the new low interest rate of just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are only 334 bucks a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. What's not to like? And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever... Pay closing costs again. 
So call today. When in doubt, check this out. Call 1-800-940-LEND. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve and then move on to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fee, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get that new, unbelievable low financing rate of just 1.25%. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. Call 1-800-940-LEND for details and never pay closing costs ever again. Financial Group, 1-800-940-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions do apply. Rates are subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. In toy stores now, the Janet Jackson topless doll comes complete with tearaway Velcro top. Mom, I can see Janet's boobies. Hey! They're cool. The Janet Jackson topless doll. That lady's all kinds of naked. But naked is good. That's sassy. And coming soon, the Michael Jackson tearaway Velcro nose. I got your nose. Speaking of that, I got some great news for you. Okay. Sun, sand, and anacorna hoya. What now? The much-awaited Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue is due out tomorrow, and millions of readers, mostly men and some others, are unlikely to be disappointed this year, says uh, ABC News. Featuring a bevy of beautiful models posing in swimsuits at spectacular locations around the world, the swimsuit issue this year starts with tennis player Anna Cornoholia on the cover in an itsy-bitsy swimsuit. In fact, I think I'm going to, like, uh, during the next break, email this to Eric, and he can uh, put it on our website. All right. Right? Okay. There she is with an itsy-bitsy teeny-weeny swimsuit. In the corner uh, of the cover, a text box reads, Anna Cornoholia may be retired, but she's still the hottest player in tennis. But in an interview with ABC News Good Morning America today, the Russian tennis star who reached the Wimbledon semifinals weeks after her 16th birthday said she hasn't retired from the game that shot her to fame. With her icy blonde good looks and well-tanned, well-toned limbs. See, limbs, a.k.a. tree trunks. I get it. Cornaholia is one of the best-known tennis stars in recent years, but she's been more memorable for her looks than her game, to say the least. When she first shot to fame as an exceptionally talented 14-year-old, Hopes were high for the rising tennis star, but in a career plagued by injuries and ineptness, oh, the 23-year-old tennis player hasn't won a single major tennis tournament. But if her latest photos in Sports Illustrated shot on the sunny beaches of Puerto Rico are anything to get to go by, no one's really complaining about her failure to win that Wimbledon. Although Cornaholia has graced the pages of SI in the past, this is the first year she's appeared as a swimsuit model. Speaking to ABC News' unctuous Diane Sawyer, Cornaholia said it was a matter of good timing. They have asked me a few times before, but I was playing full-time, not able to do it. Now that I'm taking time off, this was perfect to take clothes off. Right? Right. If you're going to take some time off, take some clothes off. A recent back injury has kept her off the tennis court for about ten months, but Cornaholia said she hopes to be back in action by the summer. And it goes on, briefly. I think I'll email. Don't let me forget. Don't forget. Email that to Eric. Or Eric can just do it on his own. It's abcnews.com. And just put that picture on here we've got. And we can put the whole story on there because it's got that picture of her on the front cover. Just wear, She's just wearing a little itsy, itsy, bitsy, bitsy, teeny, weeny bikini. Okay. Okay, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Which big-name celebrity of the past 10 years is the biggest no-talent piece of crap? So far, Paris Hilton's got 105 and Justin Tinkerbell 50 and nobody's even close. And the phones aren't even ringing now. Is that pathetic or what? That's, That's sad. That's kind of like our hot couples contest. I don't know what you people are waiting on. Maybe we just have nobody listening out there. Is that possible? No. No. Maybe we just have the ten, same ten people doing four million hits a day on our website. Or maybe just the people that are checking out our website are just horny, uh, uh, horny toads that don't care about the show or anything else. That could be it. 
Could be. That's likely. Anyway, this is the last week. You got through Friday. This Friday the 13th to submit your entries, your uh, pictures. Just uh, email them to contest at neilrogers.com, N-E-I-L-R-O-G-E-R-S, contest at neilrogers.com. And next week we put all the pictures up there. So far we got only, what, four, five? Five, six. Not too many. No. And we got three, uh, two great prizes and also a third prize. <laughs> well, I don't want to say that's a great prize, right? Right. Dinner for two at the pizza. A it's a prize. nice prize. It's a good prize. You'll love it. You'll go back again and again and maybe even pay for it someday. And the food, too. But the first two prizes, those trips to Jamaica or to um, Bahamas, not bad, Mon. But in order to compete, you gotta got to email us the pictures. And next week, week of February 16th, the pictures will be up on our website all week long. And the people will vote. And whoever's got the most votes at the end of the week, uh, they are the wieners. Okay? And if we only got four or five, it looks pretty good for those people. So do whatever you like. WQAM, hello. Neil, a major yes. name missing on your, on on your my poll is Carrot Top. Carrot Top would be fantastic. I haven't seen Carrot Top in a long time, though. Get Lucky Carrot Top you. on there, George. You got him? We got him. <clears throat> and we're not going to let him out. Good. Lock the door and throw away the key. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, good afternoon, Uncle Neil. Good afternoon to you, my friend. Yeah, I got two um, for your poll. What yeah. about um, Alicia Keys? Alicia Keys? Yeah. What's wrong with Alicia Keys? She can't sing, Neil. Well, I didn't say she could sing. Okay. Okay, that's one. What's the other one? Jackie's Johnson. Jackie. <laughs> no arguments here. What? Big name celebrity? Jackie oh. Johnson is oh, a big name said... celebrity? She's got big guns. Well, that's it's not a qualify. big name. Now, what is this uh, fax you just sent me? It says, Cardinal says Islam and Christianity have common ground. It says, what a crock of poop for followers of fairy tales and Mother Goose. P.S. When somebody asks, do you believe in God, I answer with, which one? Then watch them dig a hole around themselves. Also, here's a fact that says, I saw that silly queen, Miss Tinkerbell, giving her apology at the Grammys on all the entertainment shows last night. Oh, Asses of Hollywood, that's that show I can never think of the name of. That's it. Asses, Asses Hollywood with the unctuous Pat O'Brien. She says she had a rough week. What an unmitigated nerve. Uh, Carly Bruscia had a rough week, you asshole. That's what fuking a bad week is, being killed like an animal and dumped for garbage. Not some fake booby scandal, you talentless fairy bitch, meaning yeah. Miss Tinkerbell. It says also Christopher Lowell wants the beard back. Kevin Spacey also went to the Academy Awards with his mummy. Oh, well, we know about Kevin Spacey, but we, the difference being we like Kevin Spacey. Right. Right? And I like Matt Damon. You don't, but I do. And nobody likes Ben Affleck no more. Too bad. Nope. What about Diana Ross? Well, she's a little neurotic, a little bit too neurotic for me. I love that music. It was great, and it's time. And back in the day. In the day. I got a whole bunch of it over here somewhere in that Motown. Let's play Motown. Oh! All right. Get that Jamaican lady all pissed off. I wonder did she call Duff again, you think? Uh, probably. He hasn't told me. Please call Duff. He missed your calls lately, Jamaican lady. Uh, and bitch about everything on the station. Bitch about that new Willie Williams show that's going to be starting at 2 o'clock till midnight. And I don't mean midnight tonight. I mean midnight like in the end of December. Diana Ross convicted of DUI. <laughs> oh, no. Diana was convicted yesterday of driving under the influence, ordered to spend two days in jail in the slammer. The R&B diva who telephoned to the city court hearing from New York, <laughs> she appeared by phone, pleaded no contest to DUI. Two related charges were dropped. 
Tucson Magistrate T.J. Cronshaw found Ross guilty of DUI and sentenced her to serve 48 hours in jail before March number 9. What the hell just happened in here? What? What? Like all of a sudden my lights just uh, kicked up a notch. Uh Uh-oh. She was also, and now they just went back to where they were again. Uh Uh-oh, that's not a good sign. She was also sentenced to a year of unsupervised probation. Ross, 59, originally was charged with driving under the influence, driving with a blood alcohol concentration of .08 uh, or more, an extreme DUI with a blood alcohol concentration of .15 or more. In other words, she was <laughs> plastered. Tucson police arrested her December 30th, 2002, after a driver called a reported car traveling southbound in the northbound lanes just outside the city's northeast limits. Breath test results showed Ross had a blood alcohol concentration of .20. Arizona's legal limit is .08. Point two. Oh! Wow. Almost three times the legal limit. You crazy bitch. That's all. She's under a lot of stress. Ever since they tried to, like, check out her boobies in the airport in London, remember that? Uh-huh. Ever since they tried squeezing her. Yeah. In Real fact, fast. maybe, maybe Willie Williams would like to squeeze Diana, whether she wants to be squeezed or not, because that seems to be one of his things. He can do it on Don't the show. Don't be picking on Willie Williams now. He's going to be one of your cohorts at QAM. He's going to be doing a show. Yeah. Soon. You'll see. Well, as long as he doesn't grope me. Twenty-six. Well, he might. He might like to. Might like to you know, grope Josh, Mo. He might. Oh, I, when he when he tries to grope Mo and then all of a sudden gets his hand stuck in that bag. Wow, that's gonna be bad. That'll teach him. Twenty-six past noon at five sixty. Speaking of, it's in the bag. Enrex Diabetic is a delicious meal replacement drink that happens to be made for people like me who are living with diabetes. But anybody out there who wants to cut down your sugar intake can drink it and really enjoy it because it tastes great. It's sweetened with Splenda, which is made from sugar. But there's no aftertaste like you get with the uh, aspirin and saccharin drinks. Those other things that taste like crap. Anorex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides all the essential vitamins and minerals needed for a healthy life, plus fiber antioxidants, yet it's low in saturated fat and cholesterol, too. Anorex Diabetic is also gluten-free and lactose-free. An 8-ounce can provides 237 calories of easily digested nutrition. You try Anorex Diabetic once, and I'll guarantee I'll bet Greg's life on it. You'll never go back to whatever you were drinking before. In fact, the people who make this product are so sure you're going to love it, they will give you a free two-pack. That is correct. One vanilla, one chocolate to anybody who calls uh, that toll-free number, 1-866-368-3739, or faster yet, if you want to get it real quick, just uh, click on their website, nrxdiabetic.com, click on free samples. Be sure and tell them when you call that Neil sent you by for the delicious one, get an additional special gift. You can pick it up all over town, too. As a matter of fact, at Publix, Walgreens, Eckerd's, Navarro, Sedano's, and George's favorite, CVS, and other local pharmacies, too. Don't forget that number now, 1-866-368-3739 for your free two-pack. Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Are you an alleged pedophile who's having trouble falling asleep? Now there's help. The all-new sleeping pill for middle-aged, washed-up freaks who don't understand why sleeping with young boys is wrong. Try Sodomex. From Santa Maria, California, here's Michael Johnson. Hi, this is Michael. And since the police ransacked my home, I just can't seem to sleep. I tried counting sheep. Reading Boys Life magazine, even listening to my own CD, and nothing works. That's when I take a little someone, I mean a little something, to sleep. I take Sodomex, just two Sodomex, and I drop off faster than my nose. Take Sodomex tonight. You creep, creep, creep. 
Sodomex from the makers of pediophile cough syrup and Pervicid antacid. Twelve thirty-two at five sixty. We got a couple of stories here. Now here's a little bit more on uh, Willie Williams. Since Joe Rose said, Blockhead said this morning, everybody in the world is talking about this. Partly. I mean, first it was Janet's booby, and now it's uh, Willie Williams speaking of boobs. Top Miami recruit Willie Williams surrendered to authorities this morning as new charges relating to the discharge of a fire extinguisher were filed against a Carroll City High School linebacker. Uh, we already had the thing about the charges. We're way ahead of you. He surrendered 11:15 this morning at the Broward County Jail in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Tuesday's newest charging document says Williams did willfully. Well, we already did that, didn't we? Yeah. This is in a herald. Oh, we already had all this crap. Already had this. The charging document also said Williams did unlawfully, willfully, and maliciously injure or damage by any means any real or personal property of another, to wit, the University of Florida slash Hilton Conference Center, by discharging fire extinguishers about a, hall, uh, about a hallway and floor, such damage being greater than 200 bucks, but less than 1000 Ah, for crying out loud. That's small, I bet you Greg will play that out of petty cash right now, if we had any petty cash, wouldn't he? Yes. You bet. All's forgiven, Willie. Come on home, man. He's going to line up for the Hurricanes. You watch. You'll see. All right. And your people are going to love this. <clears throat> and, of course, course it, it has, nothing to do, has nothing to do with the election coming up in November. Okay? Keep that in mind. U.S. set to get tougher on Cuba. Ooh. Ready? Okay. In the latest move to obey President Bush's orders to tighten U.S. sanctions on Havana, the Treasury Department has identified 10 companies owned by the Cuban government and warned that anyone doing business with them could face criminal charges. Gee, too bad we didn't tell Dick Cheney that about Iraq. Treasury Secretary John Snow told the Herald his department is also considering tightening the restrictions on cash remittances that Cuban-Americans send to relatives on the island. That's good. Like I said, piss a lot of people off. Yeah. <clears throat> the department also is considering revoking the authorization for legal travelers to bring back up to $100 worth of Cuban goods, including cigars and rum, a side benefit of travel to Cuba, back when they really had good cigars, a long time ago. Right. In a separate action, Treasury officials also announced that three cases are under investigation by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Miami for possible criminal violations. They declined to discuss the cases, but federal sources said it was tied to an annual summer sailboat race to Cuba out of Key West. Several participants in last year's race were flagged by authorities for possible violations. The department's actions were part of the heightened enforcement of U.S. commercial and travel sanctions to Cuba, emerging from President Bush's order in October to tighten restrictions in place against President Castro's government since the 60s, which are obviously working so well. <laughs> no question about it, man. Freedom is just a, a hair's breadth away, isn't it? A pubic hair's breadth. A pubic hair's oh, breadth away from being Amish, or whatever that was. 25 to 1 at 560 WQM. We got a new worm. My juice is on the loose. I wonder if that's the old Jesus juice worm. Huh? That's the one Michael liked a lot. Yeah, dip your worm in my Jesus juice. People whose computers are infected with the My Doom virus that's been spreading via email for the past couple of weeks now have one more thing to worry about. A new worm called My Juice or MyDoom.C is attacking infected computers through a back door left by the My Doom virus. Right through the old back door. Rectum. That's where it's coming in. So keep your back door shut tight. Although technically a new worm, my juice is being called a variant of my doom because it's related. Some antivirus experts speculate it was probably written by the same person or persons responsible for my doom. I can't, I'm just envisioning a bit to the tune of my girl, you know, my mm. doom. Okay, can you hear that? No. <clears throat> you can't? Oh, there it is. My doom, which circulated via files Delight. attached to email, infected hundreds of thousands. Well, we know that. So there you go. Watch out for the old my juice worm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. QAM, hello. 
Yeah, I have a couple, uh, couple uh, no-talent uh, famous people. Yes, sir. Uh, how about Hannah Nicole Smith? She's on there. Uh, what about uh, Colin Quinn? Colin Quinn. <laughs> He's a bum. He's even got his own television show. How, uh, oh. how do you swing that? Blackmail. Thanks, Pally. He's uh, on there. Colin Quinn, who's that? Uh, Saturday Night Live. He Not, is? He was. I haven't, I haven't watched that in years. I haven't watched it since it was good. He has a show on Comedy Central now. Oh, God. How about John Stewart? Now, he's been on there a long time. Oh, you can't say that. Everybody gets their news. All the young people get their news from Comedy Central. That's the problem. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Live. Uh, here we go. Which big name celebrity of the past 10 years is the biggest no piece talent, no talent piece of crap? No piece. Uh, 486 votes. What do we got so far? Paris Hilton is killing a man. She's got 110. Nobody's going to touch that bitch. Justin Tinkerbell, 52. Nobody's going to touch that bitch either if they're smart. P. Diddy, 32. 50 Cent has got... About 30, man. 31. Britney Spears has got... About 30, man. 30. J-Lo has got... About 30, man. 30. Dennis Miller, 27. Adam Sandler, 25. Dr. Phil, 22. Bald-headed geek. Nicole Richie, 19. Kid Rock, 13. Bill Maher has got a dozen. The Dave Barry of uh, your TV set. And Nicole's got 11. Carson Daly, 9. He should be doing a lot better than that. He just, ooh. Yeah. You know, some people, you see them and you just get angry. Right. What's his excuse? He's an asshole. I see. Tom Green, 9. Sarah Jessica Parker, 9. Ben Affleck, 7. Sharon Osbourne, 7. Ray Romano's got 7. Lenny Kravitz, Ray Romano's a little irritating. Not, doesn't make me angry. I just change the channel real fast. Lenny Kravitz, five. Simon Cowell, four. Ashton Coochie Coochie Kutcher, three. Fred Durst has got three, George. Okay. You love Fred Durst. Yeah, I love Fred Durst. Bernie Mac, three. Andy Dick, two. Enrique the Greasiest has only got two. And his close personal friend, Anna Cornahoy, has got a pair. Uh, you think Enrique yeah. ever seen him? No. Ed Norton won, Alicia Keys won, none yet, zero. This is amazing. Out of 490 votes, Matthew McConaughey, Carrot Top, and well, Colin Quinn just went on there, but they all got the big. Oh! But then Eric, he's not wasting any time. Oh, you're putting these on, right? Josh is. Oh, Josh is putting them on. No wonder they're going on so fast. Well, in that case, here's 50 more. <laughs> Five, six, seven, oh, five. Or like I said, if Eric's doing it, here's 100 more. Just kidding, Eric. Just calm down. WQAM, hello. Hey, is this you? Yes, sir. Sounds like me. Ew, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Pally. Hey, man. What happened to Weeby? I heard some bad news for him. Who? Weeby, the weatherman. What happened to Weeby? Yeah. Channel 6 uh, uh, screwed him over, as it always happens. They uh, blew him out. No honor and no balls. That's all no. I have to say. See you, man. Okay. Yeah, on the weekend, I had that story on yesterday. Somebody passed the information. Bob Weaver, one of the finest people ever ever to work in this market, ever, radio, TV, anything, repairmen, you name it, one of the best. Used to always be the auctioneer for every charity that ever came down the pike, raised zillions of dollars for charity. Nobody don't like Bob Weaver. So he got a little bit old, a little bit paunchy. Oh, we all do. So first they shoved him way back there in the morning, you know, early in the morning when everybody was asleep, kind of like some other people get shoved in the early morning. Absolutely. And, and you know, that should have been good enough. And he showed up on time every day, did his friendly, nice thing. Then they put him on the weekend. Now, when you screw somebody over that's been on the air in the market for 50 years, you know, I mean, 
How many people are watching on the weekend anyway? About 30, man. The guy needs the cash, okay? He's in semi-retirement or whatever the hell he was in. Pulling in about 50 G's, what the story said, working weekends, Channel 6. Just out of common decency, which nobody in his business has got, of course, just out of decency, leave the guy there as long as he wants to be. When he's ready, and they don't even let him say goodbye. They claim, oh, well, he's still on our, he's still working for us. He says, no, I'm not. I got no more checks coming from them. So we wish Bob Weaver the best. He's a, just a sensational guy who's, uh, he's, he's a fixture. That would be, that would be like my turning CFTO news on tonight at six o'clock and no Dave Duvall doing the weather here in Toronto. I would be so pissed off. I'd be, I'd be foaming at the mouth. <clears throat> but you know something? They wouldn't do that here. You want to know why? Because they got what? class. Oh. They have a little bit of class. What's that? Something that's missing in South Florida. So you people at Channel 6, with all due apologies to our friends, the Blockhead, you people at Channel 6 suck. What other TV station would put a silly asshole like Tony C Cigaretto on there doing the news, man? You, got, you can't complain about Tony's credibility because he doesn't have any. Another hurricane, man. Another one of those UM lickers. God, are you a silly per... And that sloppy Valapi with that gigantic ego, she wants to be picked up with a limousine and taken to work every day. She's a big shot, yeah. You forgot to dot the I in shot, honey. Man, hate Channel 6 News. They'd make me nauseous. Who else have they got on there? Anybody we know? No, no, I don't know. No, we don't know anybody there other than uh, Blockhead. at least. Yeah, that's right. I would be watching Channel 7 News before I would turn on NBC6. That That's really saying something. That's the ultimate shot right there. I'd watch uh, Silly uh, the Weather Fairy on there, uh, uh, you know, on Channel 7, Miss Kamal, Weather Fairy Jr., before I'd watch Channel 6. In fact, who the hell does the weather on Channel 6, do we know? I don't. See? There you go. I couldn't I couldn't be... If, if you held a gun, if uh, Jason Williams held a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you who does the weather on freaking Channel 6. I didn't ever watch it. What if Willie Williams groped you? Well, that's another story. 1242 at 560 WQM. Hey, if you want to be groped, you probably have to lose some weight first because nobody can reach around. That's the way it works. Balance for life, it could be the answer you're looking for because balance for life is a piece of cake without the calories. They let you eat a whole bunch of food every day. They give you five feedings, as a matter of fact, but you don't have to count any calories or any carbohydrates. They do all the work for you. It's based on the principles of the zone diet, which is very complicated, but like I said, they do the figuring. All you do is the eating. You reach outside your door by 6 a.m. every morning at home, at work, wherever you're going to be, and they deliver right to you that fantastic black sack. Three gourmet meals, two delicious snacks, they're all in there. Five feedings every day to keep you full and happy and satisfied all day long. Everything, by the way, is fresh and delicious. No crap, no preservatives, no additives, nothing frozen. Fresh, delicious goodies made with the best ingredients on earth to keep you a real happy camper while you watch the weight just pour off your fat ass on that scale every single day. So if you've tried all the others and you're still a fat tub and you really and truly want to give this a shot, do it today. Call Balance for Life. Katrina's lost nearly 20 pounds on it and she's still going strong. Call 954-568-3229. That's 954-568-3229. Or check them on the web at balanceforlife.com. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA, QA. I'm Martha Stewart, and welcome to Keeping It Real in the Pen with Martha. Shiv, shank, pig sticker, banger, or iron, whatever you call your homemade prison weapon, you'll have everyone in the joint giving you mad props when you jab that fool in the back who's been giving you the eyeball in the shower with your filed-down toothbrush. 
And creating your prison shank is easy. Most shanks are not sharpened on the concrete floor like Hollywood would lead you to believe. It's best to befriend someone in the machine shop who can grind your toothbrush up nice and sharp. And a plastic toothbrush can easily fit up your butt so the screws can't discover it with the metal detector during a shakedown. I'm Martha Stewart, and this is Keeping It Real in the Pen with Martha. Guess what I just saw? A new uh, CD cover for Janet Jackson, Nude. Demita Joe is the CD? Yeah. Nude. I'm not going to okay. tell you where I saw it, though, because then people will go on that website and uh, make him money. Yeah. See what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm not going to say it. Okay. I'll find someplace else that will get it. And you don't see anything anyway. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Which big name celebrity of the past ten years is the biggest no talent piece of crap? We're not just talking your everyday pedestrian crap. We're talking real serious crap. That's it. When you see them, you think crap. When you hear them perform, you think crap. When you take a look at their uh, ass, you think crap. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty. I think I just did that. Well, it'd be right. nice when this whole thing goes away. You know, it's going to be such such a blessing. You know, when you have a nagging thing like this. What this administration? Like a wife. WQAM, hello. Or a I'm mother. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty uh, good. Uh, hello, Rosie. Does she qualify? Last ten years. Yeah, uh, I guess she's a little older. How about Willie Williams? <laughs> How about that, Willie Williams? Oh! All right. Pointer Blockhead this morning. Everybody's talking about Willie Williams. Oh, and look at this. Better late than never. The not-so-daily-death report. You're being about Roland. Skip to the bottom real quick first, though. Roland the Mormon Stedham is WTVJ's weather. Trina Robinson replaced Weaver on the weekends. Well, screw her, okay? Well, I mean, we don't want to blame her. She didn't get... Well, I blame her. No, I don't blame, blame her. Blame the management there at Channel right. 6. You assholes, man. We despise you even more than the PD at Magic. That Hamilton guy. What's his name? Alexander Hamilton. Hey, look out. Raymond Burr's going to get you. Burr. Wasn't that who got him, Raymond Burr? Aaron. <clears throat> Josh, do you believe he answered that question seriously? You're starting to get like the beast now. What? Without the fat. Meatball. Oh, no. Adam Sandler's English bulldog who served as the ring bearer at Actors Wedding starred in a short film, Eight Crazy Nights DVD, and who has his own photo and video section on Sandler's website, including a publicity shot with Jack Nicholson used in the film Anger Management, died January 27th of a heart attack. He was only four years old. Bulldog. I don't like Bulldog. No, ugly. I think what's-his-name got him? Jason Williams. <laughs> Bernard McAvity, prolific TV director, best known for directing 31 episodes of the TV. Oh, oh, gee, I played all these themes the other day. 31 episodes of the TV series Combat, whose other TV directing credits include Rawhide, Gunsmoke, Laredo, Airwolf, The Incredible Hulk, Charlie's Angels, Knight Rider, Knight Ritter, and many others, and who directed several films as well, including the cult horror film The Brotherhood of Satan and Jodie Foster's debut film Napoleon and Samantha died February 2 in Los Angeles, ages 79. Damn it. Andrew J. Kuhn. I wonder how Mark Kuhn is doing. Former PD from, uh, from INZ. Now, you met Mark Kuhn, or maybe you saw him. Remember guess, we went to that Walter Sabo seminar for Paxson? Heard about him. You were there, right? Oh, that seminar? He was there? And it was Mark the Coon Man. Oh, nice. what an asshole he is. Well, oh, gee. The, the wimpiest man I've ever worked with or around in my life. Had a nine-shirt, 12-plus. We had, like, double digits in every demographic. And this man, oh, 
couldn't handle it because his kid used to hear me rip him an ass on the air all the time. Too bad. His kid's probably grown up and is like a real guy now. And Mark Coon is like wimping around. Oh, jeez. Kind of reminded me of a skinnier Eric. Oh, sorry, Eric. It's just a joke. Andrew Coon, founder and head of the movie advertising film Kaleidoscope Films, a company that helped revolutionize the motion picture trailers played before films. Oh, you know, I was thinking about that the other day. What's that? The good old days. Oh, I know. There he goes again. You want to know why? Why? On the drive-in channel that I'm always telling mm -hmm. you about, <clears throat> when they have, and other channels do this too, when they have like, a, it doesn't time out exactly at the end of the thing. Mm -hmm. And they show like old um, Pathé News clips, you know. Sure. You've seen those, right? Yeah. yeah. Pathé News. And you used to go to the movie on a Saturday morning. You'd have the newsreel, Pathé News. You'd have your first feature. You'd have a cartoon, um, whatever else. And then you'd have a second feature. Mm -hmm. It'd be like an all-day affair, as opposed to now, where you go to these little tiny crappy theaters where they got like, uh, you know, the uh, Cineplex 87, and you got people mm -hmm. talking out loud in there. It's just, it's just not the same. I could go for an all-day affair. I'll bet you could. Hello. Ah non, ici je suis le majordome. Le majordome. Oh, thank you, Satan. That's one of your favorites, isn't it? I wish. <laughs> I don't know what that's on the uh, driving movie channel great. in Francais. Serve it up. Uh, founder and head of the movie advertising firm Kaleidoscope Films, Andrew Cohen. Company helped revolutionize the motion picture trailers played before films developed uh, the trailers for blockbusters like Jaws, the Indiana Jones trilogy, E.T., Jurassic Park, and Star Wars. Uh, died January 29th of cancer at his home in Laguna Beach, California, at the age of only 66. Gene Hughes, founder and lead singer of the pop vocal group The Casinos who had a top ten hit in 67 with Then You Can Tell Me Goodbye, a hit that placed the band in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's one-hit wonders room. Well, let's do that again, one-hit wonders. No. Not. Who went on to a highly successful career as a record promoter and executive with MCA, Polydor, AM in Nashville, uh, A&M Nashville, died January 3rd in Nashville from injuries sustained in a car accident. In October 2003, he was 67. And Jeff Harris, director, producer, screenwriter, actor, media executive, and composer, best known as creator of the TV series Different Strokes, and the Ooh. Facts of Life, who Good wrote, written. directed, and produced TV shows for folks like Steve Allen, Pat Boone, Milton Berle, and Roseanne, who during the 50s acted in the soap opera The Edge of Night. <coughs> that was a great show, The Edge of Night. Okay. And it was. And it, was a it. it was a great show. Also, The Secret Storm and The Edge of Night, who was a screenwriter on the 1984 film Johnny Dangerously, died February 2nd of emphysema <laughs> in East Hampton, New York, at the age of 66. Roland Stedham is the WTVJ. He's he's very very weak, very. He sure ain't no Don. No. I'll tell you that, right? Right. I mean, nobody ain't no Don. No. He's good, Don. He doesn't get hysterical, psychotic. He ain't no Dick Fennel. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQM. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. And, Neil, I'd like to know how popular Beyonce Knowles would be if she didn't have that fake blonde hair. Uh-huh. Hey, and they also, they got I wonder, how, I wonder how big her music would sell if she didn't uh, have that whole get-up, that whole appearance. Right. Hey, listen, uh, they have another weatherman on Channel 6. His name is Lonnie Quinn. This is the biggest flamer on television I think I've seen in years. Really? Yeah, you have to see him in the morning. This guy's mannerism just drives me crazy, you know? Huh. And I agree with you with Tony, uh, Tony Segreto. The guy's a humorless asshole. You know, the rumor I'm hearing is that uh, Miss Kamal and Miss uh, Norcross, they, they borrow each other's weights to keep them down on the set. Look, man, he, he flies by uh, Bill Kamal. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
me tell you something. He uh, passes him like he's fl- floating still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, a couple weeks ago when they had that pilot in Brazil, you know, shooting the finger, yeah. all the channels showed it, no problem. Channel 6 is the only one to, like, blur it to protect us from the, from the middle finger. You know something? I'm going to put a hex in. My friend Alan Paris out there in L.A., he knows that I have the uh, I have the ability to do it. I'm going to put a hex on Channel 6's uh, management right I'm now. I'm telling you. I'm going to get out my TV voodoo doll, and I'm going to stick it. They put the most irritating people on the weekend. They put this girl, uh, Patricia Andreu, on there. She doesn't know how to speak English, and she makes sure she always says her name in Spanish, Patricia, you know. If she wants uh. to say Patricia, let her go to the, one of those Spanish channels, you know. She probably knows Isabel de Casada, too. Oh, I can't stand any of those idiots. You're right. I'm boycotting Channel 6. Have a good day, Neil. Excellent day. Okay, uh, amigo, see ya. He's boycotting Channel 6 because he's pissed off about Weaver and just in general he hates him like poison. I mean, Blockhead's still going to make the money. You know, no sweat off his ass, right? Right. You know, became, before they became a network station, NBC6. Right. Remember the big swish where all the channels rotated around? Well, you know, 6 used to be 4 and 4 used to be 6. WTVJ right. used to be on 4 back in the Ralph Redneck days, right? But in the olden days when I was a child, uh, 6 was the independent station, and it was great. All the old movies, all the good ones, the Three Stooges, everything you ever wanted to watch. Oh, WCIX. Right. That is correct. Big Wilson used to be on WCIX. Right. That is Big, absolutely warm, correct. warm, fond, fuzzy memories of Channel 6, the late... Oh, here's one from Mike. says, ironically, NBC6 replaced Weaver with Lonnie Quinn, who's... Shirley making Pam Giganti salivate each morning across the studio. Quinn is Jackie Johnson's male counterpart. He's on the air because of his looks. The same reason WPLG hired Wendy Corona to show her fake breast each morning, her coronal extension. It seems that reputable journalists are being replaced with young, attractive reporters. Now let's not even discuss Spanish news stations. It seems the fundamental Q&As of journalism are being replaced by... TNA. Well, isn't yeah. that something since they're screaming on their, all this phony baloney about, oh, we're so sorry for Janet's booby, man, for that teat. <clears throat> I mean, I thought that that's what the T and TV stood for. Right. Teat video. 12.57 at 5.60 WQM. Hey, guys, Valentine's Day is this Saturday, right around the corner. Hope you're not thinking about giving those same deadly old flowers. They are deadly because they're dead in no time at all. Unless you're planning on getting the same old nothing she gives you, the old dead fish. Here are three words you need to remember. Vermont teddy bear. Cinder, remember in that Godfather, that dead fish? It means Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. Send her a bear gram at work, the lover boy bear, the love bandit bear, the new all-star Valentine dressed like a sports fan. When it gets there, she'll be completely surprised and shocked. <coughs> and all of her co-workers will think you're the greatest guy for sending such an original, thoughtful gift. Then, maybe she'll give you the gift that you're hoping for, a live fish. Just call 1-800-829-BEAR and a friendly bear council will help you choose the perfect bear for your Valentine, delivered with a free uh, chocolate in their famous gift box. It only takes five minutes to order, and overnight delivery to the home or office is guaranteed. you still got plenty of time, but you better do it now because it's coming up on Saturday, Valentine's Day. Call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at VermontTeddyBear.com. Send your Valentine the creative alternative to flowers, something she'll really appreciate for years to come, a nifty little Vermont teddy bear. Call 1-800-829-BEAR, and be sure and tell them that Ancient Neil told you to call 1-800-829. He's got a big heart on B-E-A-R. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560.
boy, it's the one to two hour. I missed it so boring. What's better than a live radio show every morning on TV? Well, just about anything. But that hasn't stopped MSNBC from teaming up with radio's original bad boy, who now looks like a nasty old lady. Listen, Bernie, Imus. Tell that intern this coffee sucks. <laughs> yes, every morning, see Imus listen to a tape of other people's comedy bits, live on the air. I need a hammer to bite into this muffin. You somebody have <laughs> press one, please? Thank you. See his wild behind-the-scenes addicts. <laughs> listen to me, stupid. I am the Iman. You are the wall. Cuckoo Now get me some fresh coffee or you're fired. Imus, he's irreverent. So uh, what's the deal with the Pope? He's topical. So uh, what's the deal with this Watergate break? He's incoherent. I'll tell you what, that, uh, is it government president? What, what the hell is it? I don't know. He's Imus and he's boring. And he's only on MSNBC, a cable channel nobody watches, and a bunch of AM radio stations nobody listens to. And when somebody gets some fresh jingle, it's Imus. 102 at 560 WQM. Here's a poll suggestion, but guess what? <laughs> Martha Stewart, she's been on TV for a zillion years. About 30, man. It says, apologize if she's been around for over 10 years. She sure has. It says, honest to God, I still don't know what she does to make herself famous. Cookies? Cupcakes? She is a silly bitch is what yeah. she is. I mean, she's like the better homes and gardens of TV. That That's what she is. You know, real goody two-shoes. Who, of course, uh, you know, does all kinds of other stuff behind the scenes. What she's on trial for right now. Put her ass in there. Put her in a slammer. Oh. Get your right. Uh, you know, they're having this, uh, press conference, uh, this, uh, the daily. But no, no, but I think that. Scott McClellan, the White House briefing. Uh, not a press conference. He's only had nine in three years, El Presidente. The press briefing. That people questioned and said should be made. And these records are going to be put in email form, and he's showing all the stuff that I read about an hour ago. Well, guess what? What? Uh, I can't think of his last name. David, uh, something or other from NBC News. Duke. David Duke. Uh, he made a good point. He says, well, if this is accurate, how come. We can't file, you can't produce one person because some of the, uh, commanders from, uh, Houston and Atlanta came forward and said that they don't recall Bush being there mm -hmm. during those years. And how come you can't produce one person in either, from either Houston or Atlanta from the guard who can, uh, verify that he actually showed up there and was there and served? And bada beep, bada boop, bada bop, and that was 30 years ago. Well, if it was 30 years ago, those guys be about 50 now, right? 48, 50? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not like everybody croaks before they're 48 or 50. Right. I remember 30 years bada -beep, ago. Bada beep, bada boop, bada bop, and so do I. So do I. I remember... About 30, man. I remember it well. Oh, brother, it's so sad. Oh, no, not another death. <clears throat> this from the Palm Beach Post. Sam Rubin, popcorn proponent, died. Well, what, what does that mean, popcorn proponent? <laughs> well, it's controversial, you know. Is it? <laughs> I don't Jesus, know. I thought, I thought I missed something with that dog with Jason Williams, and now I find out that there's a big controversy over popcorn. Oh, yeah. God. He fought hard to make it legal. I knew there was a controversy over popping it too much, but not popcorn. <laughs> Jimmy Crackcorn. Don't tell me I, I Schmidt canned the Jason Williams story. If I did, I apologize to myself. I got I copy. pray that I still have that here. He is the Antichrist, okay? Anybody that shoots his own dog because he lost a bet has got to be the lowest form of scum. You can't spell scum without Jason Williams, all right? Man, don't anybody ever call in this show and, and try to stick up for that scumbag, ever. Don't even think about it. Save that for the sports shows. I've heard some of that crap, including somebody we all know. Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard that garbage. Man, what kind of a lunatic, what kind of a lowlife. Jesus. I, and that, I don't want to go in. I'll get upset. Okay. If the smell of popcorn conjures images of your favorite movie scenes, you can probably think of Samuel, uh, thanks, Samuel Rubin. Hey, thanks, Sam. Mr. Rubin, the man who quite possibly made the two inseparable for millions of moviegoers, died Thursday in Boynton Beach. He was 85. The smell was one of the main reasons the majority of New York City theaters didn't pop their own corn. 
So Mr. Rubin, who got the idea by seeing the snack being sold at a theater in the Midwest, started popping corn in a Long Island City factory where it was bagged and delivered to metropolitan movie houses. Uh, am I losing it or what? I, I thought when you went in the, in the old days, when you went in the uh, movie theater, they had the big machine there making the popcorn, didn't right. they? We're not talking about the 1890s now. No! They don't do that no more? Of course they do. Andrew Smith, author of Pop Culture as Social... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> author of Pop Culture as Social History of Popcorn in America said that New York theaters were among the last to embrace popcorn because it had a small profit margin, popping machines were a fire hazard, and the snacks seemed a little bit declassé, like for low-brow low, low scumbags. As a concessionaire with ABC Consolidated, now part of the Ogden Group, where he worked from the age of 12, Mr. Rubin thought differently. He was certainly not the first to sell popcorn in New York City theaters, but he was likely the first to popcorn in machines on a widespread basis in the venue. Managers quickly realized that the smell of popping corn would not exactly hurt sales, and improvements in, uh, in machines had lessened the fire danger. He was an innovator his whole life. I don't understand that. He also sold pretzels at age six and flags at nine. At 12, he worked filling vending machines in movie theaters, which didn't yet have concession stands. When a vending machine ruled and broke against the stage, he used it as a counter to sell candy, a precursor of the modern movie concession stand. In other words, he's the one that made you sick at the movies all the time, buying all that crap. Right. He's dead. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Don't let me forget, we got to get that uh, Janet Jackson nude uh, album cover. Okay. And tomorrow Jennifer Connelly is going to be bearing them on our website. See, the good thing is now we don't have to get all these refer people from uh, Google and other websites because now they're looking at our website every day. Oh, like maybe there's another a booby on there or something like that, and we do not want to disappoint, do we? No. Coming to QAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, hi, Uncle Neil. Long time, first time. All right. Uh, how's someone for your poll? Uh, how about Gloria Estefan? Gloria you, Estefan you, you has been around for only 10 years. Hasta Kimio Vitas, amigo. Get out of here. She's older than uh, Abraham. Right, like Solomon. Jesus. Gloria Estefan. See, this is the problem with some of you people. You were, that, that's why I changed the poll totally. We've done it a million times. Something new, something different. We're talking about the, the up-and-comers, the punks, the people running around now that everybody thinks, oh, gee, they're really great, you know, like Ashton Coochie Coochie, for example. He ain't doing too well, is he? No. How many votes has Ashton Coochie Coochie got? Well, look at that. Even Enrique's only got three. Simon Cowell's got four. Ashton Coochie Coochie is tied with Simon Cowell. He's only got four. And a vagina. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. What the hell is that? What? Was that your cell phone? Me? Do you hear it? No. You can't hear that? Hear what? Get out of here. Okay. It sure ain't. It's not on this end. WQAM. Hello. Is that your cell phone? QAM. Okay. Hey, yes, sir. Matt. Hello, Mr. Rogers. How are you today? Okay. When is the uh, Willie Williams hour on? Is that 2 to 3? Uh, 2 to midnight. 10 to 2. <laughs> Do you believe what's going on with that guy? Uh, first uh, of all, I, I can't, I can't you, even... I, huh? You would think University of Miami, a prestigious institution, especially its medical school, would... would Get would out of here, a prestigious institution, Miami. <laughs> if you take the medical you school you out of there... I said it. Including the medical schools. One right, of the but if you, if you took world. that out of there, what do you got left? 
No, you would no, you no, no. What you would think would be that most people, most rational people all across this land, would be thinking of almost anything else beside Willie Williams, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Right? Absolutely. Only on this station have we got this neurosis. Oh, everybody's talking about no, they're not. I have I've had CNN on here the whole time. Haven't talked about it once. CBC? Do they talk about it? No. No. MSNBC? No. It's the MSNBC. Punishment for Jason Williams, smear female dog uh, sent on him, and put him in a cage with four horny mastiffs, and I'll sell tickets, somebody says. And which I say, right. yeah, I'll take ten. Piece of crap. Piece of crap on two legs. That's Jason Williams. See, and when I hear some of these jock sniffers we have on the station just suck up to these low lives, I'm not saying all of the athletes are like that because they're not, thank goodness, but they're just too damn many. But because they're an athlete and they're making millions of dollars, then we're all supposed to look the other way. Oh, they're not supposed to be role models. Whoever said that? Right. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, Dr. Neal. Speaking. Neal. Yes, I am. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? Fine. Uh, to put somebody on your... Uh... Pull up. Yeah, Nora Jones on there. Who is it? Nora Jones. Nora Jones. Okay, you have a bad phone cracking up and uh, breaking out, but we got it. It's cracking out and breaking up. It's hard to do. Five six seven oh five sixty. You got it. Got it. Pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. I bet you those entries for the hot couples contest they're pouring in, aren't they? Oh yeah, pouring. Not. No. Well, what's that all about? I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe we just don't have anybody out there. You know? I could be. You think? Nobody hot anyway. Well, that's the way it goes. Maybe we exhausted our hot people the last two years. Yeah, they're exhausted because they're hot. <laughs> or maybe they just got old and really ugly. That's okay. Even if you're marginal looking, have no fear. Right. We'll make fun of you, but that's all right. We'll lower our standards. Sure. You will. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to let you know, I'm sure you know that Pharrell already got himself a new job up in Atlanta. Yeah, we talked about it last week, yes. Yeah, I wanted to see. Did you do a poll yet to see how long until he gets fired from up there? Oh, we got an office pool going. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, Neil. Thanks for the good news. Now, I wish him the best. I don't I, You know, he never did anything bad to me. I wish him, uh, you know. I'm going to kick his ass, and then I'll steal his toupee. Yeah. I mean, as soon as he takes care of Mo, then uh, maybe he can get the morning gig on this station again. But I don't think so. Yeah, he's got a, uh, like I said, he's got a career death wish, and I just uh, hope that he can, you know, curtail his uh, bizarre activities. But I don't think he will, if you catch my drift. Do you think he will? No. No. Hey, listen, I'll tell you one thing. President's Day is coming up on Monday. Let's see, we got Valentine's Day on Saturday, President's Day on Monday. you got Purim on March the 7th. A lot of heavy-duty stuff to be planning for, isn't there? Yeah. Well, every year at President's Day time, all those uh, phony mattress sales pop up from your mall stores and showrooms. Guess what? What they do is they double the regular price, then they say, hey, 50% off, they count in half and say, this is a sale. Well, forget about it. If you want really rock-bottom prices on the best mattresses anywhere, every day, you know what to do. Call my good friends at Dollar Mattress, <clears throat> like we've been doing for a long time. No phony sales, no bait-and-switch, just everyday rock-bottom prices on the complete line of the top manufacturers in the universe like Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and even Stearns and Bananas Foster. Boy, I do love Bananas Foster. Oh, God. Choose from dozens of models at low everyday discount prices. Rest easy, enjoy a great night's sleep for years to come. Just sitting there on your fat ass and making that one easy call, 1-800-MATTRESS. And don't forget, only Dollar Mattress lets you pick a two-hour delivery window that meets your schedule seven days a week when you're going to be home from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. And they actually show up and do their thing. 
Dollar Mattress is mighty proud of their overall customer satisfaction. They will shock you with low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal of the crappy old bedding. It's easy to see why Dollar Mattress is ranked the best in the world of customer satisfaction. So don't get sucked in by those phony ads. Do what all of the cronies here at QM are doing. Call 1-800-MATTRESS for a great night's sleep for a long time to come. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S or online at mattress.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. You get a lot of baseball. Neil Rogers on Sports Hall Radio, WQAM. In an effort to attract younger viewers, C-SPAN now offers a brand new reality show, Skydiving with Howard Dean. Join Howard Dean as he jets across the United States, jumping out over some of his favorite states. California, Texas, New York, South Dakota, Oregon, Michigan, and coming soon to Washington, D.C., Geronimo. It's Skydiving with Howard Dean, premiering this week on C-SPAN. You know, I know this comes as a revolutionary thought as far as Willie Williams is concerned. What's that? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some really bright young black people in uh, Carroll City or in, um... Come on. Overtown or Liberty City or anywhere in uh, South Florida. There David Brown, be, statistically, there has to be. Who would just be delighted. You know, who just don't have the finances, but be delighted to go and do something scholastic. You know what I mean? Like at U of M, as opposed yeah. to majoring in phys ed. I know that's revolutionary, and especially on this station, we're not supposed to say something like that. I, I just mentioned that, something to think about. <laughs> You're funny. I know. Here's a fact that's kind of uh, sad. It says, the only reasons for watching Channel 6 nowadays in the morning, Bob Mayer and Pam Giganti during the week, and the uh, Kelly Craig, who's bigger than life itself on the weekends. Oh, see, we left Kelly Craig out. We love you, Kelly. Lose some weight, please. They still have some really good reporters, Nick Bogart, Ari Odzer, and Ed O'Dell, who's a big fan of this show. Love you, Ed. See, we left some people out at Channel 6, and we apologize. But the rest of the rankers, it says, are so bad, I can't watch no more. You think that having no talents like Jackie Nesbrough and Jose diaz Bellart on the air might be pandering just a little bit? Yes. And by the way, Weaver is God, and Channel 6 should take him off their website already, those bastards. Yeah, you miserable bastards at Channel 6, you're generating a lot of hatred all around town. People are going to start uh, shutting you off, man. They're going to start watching Channel 7 News and Channel 4 News and Channel uh, 10 News, maybe. But I doubt it. <clears throat> like I said, 4 or 7. Although 4, everybody there is named Rodriguez. That's right. That's why I watch. So let's watch Channel 7 News. What do you say? Yeah, I try. All right. Or let's just not watch the news. Well, look at this. Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee said yesterday they expect criminal charges to arise from the imbroglio. Remember him? He used to pitch for the Reds. No. Ernie Brolio. From the imbroglio over internal memos downloaded from their computers by Republican staffers. This is going to be a criminal matter, said Senator Patrick Leahy, Vermont Democrat, as he left nearly a two-hour meeting behind closed doors with the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms who was investigating the matter. Mr. Leahy, not the uh, Sergeant-at-Arms. Mr. Leahy and other Democrats in the mean declined to share the specifics provided by Sergeant-at-Arms William Pickle. Senator Richard Durbin, Dick Durbin, Illinois Democrat, whose memos wound up in the pages of the Washington Times and Wall Street Journal, said he was startled by the briefing that Mr. Pickle gave yesterday. The extent and depth of the theft far exceeded anything I had imagined, he said. Chief Legal Counsel for Senate Majority Leader Bill Frist, who handled judicial nominations, resigned last uh, his position last week amid the two-month investigation of the matter. 
Miguel Miranda told investigators that he had viewed the documents but was not responsible for distributing them. He also said no hacking had been involved in downloading the memos. Rather, he said they were easily accessed through a glitch in the firewall that separated Democratic and Republican documents stored electronically on the Judiciary Committee's shared computer server. Senator Ted Kennedy attended the meeting yesterday, also had memos from his office downloaded. He called the actions highly improper, highly unethical, and probably <laughs> criminal, he said. You go, Ted. Nice going. Let him have it. <clears throat> Wait till we get to the story about the Al-Qaeda sympathizers turned to rap to battle the infidels. Oh, oh yeah, God. About that. Wow. Court TV is going to have a Jason Williams court story or update or something like that uh, after this break. Cascade, clearly cleaner. Now, are you getting the same spot that I'm getting? Probably not. Now, for information on helping see? people commit. Well, stand by, because this, this, see, we get court TV Canada. But generally speaking, I think it's it's the same uh, trials. I would but think. Ju just in case, just in case, okay? Stand by okay. for news. WQN, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, how about talking about Scott Peterson for a while? No, no thanks. You talk about Scott Peterson. I'll call up Larry King. He'll talk about it until you want to puke, until you're puking Scott Peterson's puss out your ass, okay? Get out of my face. How about talking about Scott? Uh, what's that got to do with the price of peanuts? I'm going to say it for the eight minute time. Why should anybody care about that? There's people murdered every single day, uh, and and nobody cares about them. Nobody there's nobody on TV screaming about it. I'm not going to let the television people tell me what I ought to care about. Okay, except Janet's booby. Five six seven oh five. In fact, let's have a movie about Janet's booby. What do you the say? Huh? Movie. All right. Yeah, the boob the, on the boob tube. She's got a new album and she's going to be naked on her. But she's got her arms wrapped around her, so you don't see crap, you know? The last thing they're going to do is put on an album with, like, TDs on it. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the uproar over that? I often do. She'd probably be on death row by the end of the week if they did that. Now that we have this whole goody two-shoes censoring thing going on that Americans are busy sleeping and worrying about Willie Williams. For that guy that called before, you know, I mean, he had good intentions, but I'll say it again. Why should anybody in his right mind, except those silly assholes at U of M, why should anybody care about freaking Willie Williams? Is it Willie freaking Williams, right? Right. Do you care about it? About what? Ask me if I care about it. Well, no. See? Josh, do you care about it? Hey, he could be a great American someday. Now that he could, no, he could be one of the greatest Americans someday. Don't forget that. <laughs> That's right. He could be one of the all-time greats. He could be another Martin Luther King uh, Sr., or something like that, but I doubt it. He could be not a lot, invent uh, the wheel of fortune. WQAM, hello. QAM, not there. Too late. QAM, hello. Hola. Boy, these people are really—they're just uh, out of sync. You notice? Not like out us. of sync. Not WQAM, hello. Going once. Going twice. Too late. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Has anybody mentioned the very talented uh, Vin, Vin Diesel? Ooh. Vin Diesel? Excellent choice. Good choice. Huh? Okay, it's on All there right, right now. You got Thank it. You. Thank you. Vin Diesel Dyke is on there right now. Now, let's see. Most of the qualified pilots. Are they going to get ever get through this break or what? Oh, here we go. Court TV, Canada A. And maybe when we come back here, there it's going to be the same uh, programming. You ready? Yeah, that's it. Jason Wood on trial. Yes. Let's go. 
This former NBA All-Star forward is in an unfamiliar arena facing a formidable opponent. New Jersey prosecutors in a court of law. Welcome to both sides. I'm Kimberly Guilfoyle Neeson. Benny Paulson has the day off. Jason Williams stands charged in connection with the shooting death of a limo driver on Valentine's Day of 2002. Asshole. Williams hired Christoffi to drive a group to a restaurant and then to go back to his 65-acre estate. Once there, Christoffi toured the home with some other guests. And when the visitors reached the master bedroom, Williams pulled out a 12-gauge shotgun. Somehow, the gun discharged and yeah, cost Christoffi took a blast to the chest. He died on the floor. The state charged Williams with aggravated manslaughter. The defense has pled not guilty, claiming Christoffi's death was a tragic accident. But prosecutors point to Williams' attempt to cover up the crime as proof of his guilt. Now, while Williams' attorneys are expected to say that Williams' actions after the crime were a result of panic and shock. Right. Now, did he go downstairs and tell all of his guests, unless you get that limo driver's body out of there in 15 seconds, you guys are all going to be next? Gene, thanks for joining us. And thank you so much. Well, there you go. Man, it is just amazing to me that people, I mean, Willie Williams, who gives a crap about him? Okay, he did a couple of, uh, you know, burglaries here and a little bit of this crap there and messed around with a fire extinguisher. Little I mean, small potatoes, plus who gives a crap? Didn't kill anybody or no dogs. He's just a huggy bear. Right. He's just got a few issues. But this mother-scratching piece of crap, this Jason Williams, now there's something people ought to be talking about. They ought to be screaming. How about, you know who I'd like to know? Where the hell are the, uh, PETA people? Right? Right. Uh, all the, uh, dog lovers and, uh, supposed they're, they're animal lovers? PETA. Yeah, where the hell are you, PETA? They ought to be there in the trials screaming and wailing and making guttural noises on behalf of all the decent and even the indecent dogs in America. I'll tell you one thing. I even take a pit bull over Jason Williams. Okay. Because he's the pits. 26 past 1 at 560 WQM. Hey, guys, last time you took a peek at it, you decided it's just too small. Doesn't impress women. Certainly doesn't impress Todd Dreck. Doesn't last as long as it used to either. We're talking about your paycheck, of course. This copy is so old and so stale, there are people on death row for lesser offenses than this. Todd Dreck, who's got his own in-house agency, his own boiler room back there where he's supposed to be selling, you are a disgrace to the human race. But nevertheless... If you'd really like to change your life and get yourself a real paycheck with a career that goes along with it or the other way around, call our friends at Fast Train toll-free and get your, the balls rolling. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, and you can start a brand-new high-paying computer career damn soon. In just four short months, Fast Train can help you get a new high-paying computer career. And don't forget, the demand for computer professionals continues to grow like crazy. Pick up that phone and call Fast Train today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. There's no obligation. And, of course, with seven locations all over town, there's bound to be a campus close by you. Fast Train offers job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify, and now with day-night and weekend classes, you have no more excuses to stay in your crappy minimum wage dead-end job. If you're tired of flipping burgers, if you're tired of having no cash at all, get with it because if you're registered now, you can have a brand-new high-paying career in just four, count them if you can, four short months. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and then call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN and be sure and mention that Todd Dreck told you to call. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. And this time he's lining up a defense. Gee, Doc, I've never been to a psychiatrist before. What's troubling you, Jason? Oh, it's this whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing. I always figured if I got caught, I could claim I was crazy. But now I'm not so sure. The man in the hockey mask is back. Friday the 13th, part 18. 
Jason covers his ass. Now, here's a guy who hacks up 15 people. I mean, sloppy work, no technique whatsoever, and they find him sane. Mm-hmm. And this worries you. Well, sure, but I figure if I can get someone to certify I'm crazy now, I'll be covered. Do you think you're crazy, Jason? Well, hacking teenagers to death isn't crazy. I don't know what is. I have teenagers myself. They can be difficult to deal with. Okay, uh, how about this? I don't know right from wrong. Look, ah! I just stabbed you in the hand with your pen. Could be right, could be wrong. I don't know. What are you, nuts? That's my point. Sign here. What's this? Just a note saying that I'm insane. You know, in case I get pulled over or something. Friday the 13th, part 18. Jason covers his ass. Coming this Friday to a theater near you. Rectum. And, of course, it is Friday the 13th this Friday, number one. Number two, Jason is uh, turned out to be an unlucky name. You know what? Yes. We used to have a guy named Jason who worked at, Q at uh, QAM. The only problem is he loaned me a movie. Remember what the movie was about? Yeah. Going to prison. Right. Shawshank Redemption. See? See how it all fits Ooh, in? It's one of those so things. anybody out there named Jason, I'd be changing my name before the end of the week, before Friday the 13th. Could be an unlucky name. Al-Qaeda's newest weapon against the West is a violent English-language rap tune urging young Muslims to wage holy war. They're rapping it in a brown paper wrapper. The song is being broadcast on the Internet and attempt to lure music-loving youth into the terror network, which is blamed for the 9-11-2001 attacks on U.S. cities and other bombings around the world. Music-loving youth, well, that leaves everybody out from this, doesn't it? Titled Dirty Kuffar or Dirty Infidels, the song is performed by a London-based group which Islamists said was deeply sympathetic to Osama Yamama's network. A music video accompanies the catchy yet violent lyrics belted out by the group's lead singer, Sheik Terra, rap lingo for terror, and the Soul Salah crew, a takeoff on gritty British rappers, So Solid crew. Salah means righteousness or piety in Arabic. The song calls on Muslims to wage jihad or holy war against Crusaders and apostate Arab rulers saying they'll be thrown in a fire. Be prepared for the battle with the infidels, it says. The video, which uses footage from news agencies and TV, opens with images of a U.S. soldier killing an Iraqi man and then cheering. Dirty kufar, wherever you are, from Kandahar to Ramallah, OBL, Osama bin Laden, crew will be shining star, like the way we destroy them in the two tower, haha. One singer raps in front of the images of 9-11 airliner attacks on New York's World Trade Center. Another frame shows the balaclava, or is that baklava, balaclava-clad Sheikh Terra brandishing a pistol in a Koran while denouncing a long list of Arab and Western heads of state, mostly from countries that have cracked down on militant groups as dirty infidels. In the video, al-Qaeda's second-in-command, Ayman al-Zawahari, morphs into a lion, while President Bush becomes a chimpanzee. Uh-oh, been there, done that. Saudi Arabia's King Fahd turns into a devil, and Egypt's apostate President Hosni Mubarak becomes a vampire. The video also shows Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon reviled in the Middle East for his hardline policies against Arabs, turning into a pig. Now you're getting close. Palestinian President Yasser Arafat is labeled a traitor. Former Iraqi President Saddam Hussein is not spared. A text reading, Allah doesn't protect tyrants, is superimposed on images of the bushy-haired Saddam shortly after the U.S. troops captured him in December. Send him home in body bags, reads another blurb above images of U.S. troops in Baghdad. A U.S.-led military force toppled Saddam in April, as we all know. Reuters received a copy of the video from the Committee for the Defense of Legal Rights, a London-based Islamist group headed by Saudi dissident Mohammed al-Masari. Schwartz. Now, what is that? I want to get back to the uh, lyrics there again. Where is that? Um... Oh, yeah. OBL crew, Osama bin Laden. OBL crew be like a shining star. So, you see, that? that's... Necessary in rap music, it has to be illiterate, see? Okay. Yeah, the crew be this, and you be that, and I be your mama. So there you go, there's uh, another great uh, use for rap music, getting everybody whipped up to be... Uh... Thank God that don't happen in America, though. 5670560. Oh, 
pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Which big-name celebrity over the past 10 years is the biggest no-talent piece of crap is our poll question today. And Paris Hilton, nobody can touch that bitch. Nobody's even close. 139 votes, man. She's in a leak of her own. Justin Tinkerbell's doing good, 60. J-Lo, 41. P. Diddy's still right on her fat ass, 40, uh, 37. Britney Spears, 37. 50 Cent's got 35, 33. Well, I got schmutz on my glasses. No wonder I can't see anything. Oh, no. Uh, Dr. Phil, 32. Dennis Miller, 32. Anna Nicole Smith, that cow's got 28. Adam Sandler, 27. Nicole Richie, 23. Tom Green, 17. That's bad. Bill Maher, 14. How many did Britney have? I, I even skated by that. Uh, 37. What does that mean? I don't know. Faggots? What does that mean? I say 37 Queen. Be voting for that. Uh, Tom Green, 17. Bill Maher, 14. Kid Rock, 13. Carson Daly, a dozen. Sarah Jessica Parker, 10. Sharon Osbourne, 9. Ray Romano's got 8. And ain't that great. Ben Affleck's got the 7. After that, it's the small potatoes. Even Ashton Coochie Coochie Coo's only got 6. 5670560. I'm sure we left a few out. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. I think what we ought to do is just stop promoting the hot couples contest altogether so that the people who already sent us the pictures, the handful, then they got a hell of a shot, right? There you go. No, seriously, why should I have to sit here? We got two really good trips and a uh, dinner at the pizza loft. Why should I have to sit here generally in a town where everybody begs for anything for free and say, come on, where's them pictures already, huh? Contest at neilrogers.com. I think I'm just going to, like, maybe once a day promote it. And then those people already were, you know, made the effort to send it in. Then they got a hell of a shot, you know? We got a shot. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. I heard you mention Nora Jones. Now, she wouldn't be related to the great one. No, she's not. WQAM, hello. Now he's doing black voice. Maybe he's also got, uh, you know, he's got the Al Jolson stuff on his puss. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, for the list. Yes. Um, I think he's probably been around longer than ten years, so I think Snoop Dogg probably wouldn't. Uh, too long. Him. Sorry, you lose. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eighty. Maybe we got them all. Do you think? No, not even close. No. WQM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I have somebody for your poll. Please. That we forgot. Tupac. Tupac? Tupac. <laughs> he got more famous after he was dead than before he was. Okay, we'll have to look it up in the book to see if he qualifies, but thank you so much. Do you think he qualifies? Maybe. I don't, I don't actually. Let's see when his first hit might have been, okay? Old Tupac. Don't forget that Tupac of, uh, that stuff. You got yours yet? And be, don't be drinking that all up. If anybody comes in there and starts sealing my anorex diabetic stuff, just shoot him. Troy does every day. He does? Hey, Sorry. Troy, this one's for you, sweetheart. Tupac isn't in here. Maybe he didn't have any hits. You think? Isn't in what? What are you looking in? I'm looking in my uh, book, my top 40 hits. Top 40? Right. Well, there's plenty of rappers that got big uh, hits that are in the top, uh, the top five. Maybe now, but not ten years from now. I see. Well, put them on there anyway, okay? All right. He won't mind. 5670560. Oh, Pound 560 on it. Just don't put Afro Man on there. It would really piss me off. WQM, hello. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, you got to put Ricky Martin and Rick Sanchez. <laughs> Man, I want to tell you. Your people, it's just, uh, it's Miguel all over again. They just don't look quite so good. That, that's all. There's a zillion of them. They just don't look quite so good. 
One-dimensional. Ricky Martin's been around. Now, how long has he been out? Out of what? Out of, out of work? Uh, he might qualify, actually, I think right? he applies. They just stick him on there for a good measure. Just relax. Let me look it up, okay? I guarantee you, unlike Tupac, Ricky Martin's is going to be in my book. Okay? She'll, she'll be in here. Here's Curtis Mayfield. There's Matchbox 20. And then there's Matchbox... About 30, man. 30. Trade Martin, Tony Martin, Steve Martin, Wink Martindale, and Ricky Martin. His first hit on Billboard? Oh, yeah, 99. Easily qualifies. Of course. You crazy? Ricky Martin, man. Now, you watch him just go shooting up the list. You'll see. Okay. 21 till 2 at 560 WQM. Mad Dog and Hank have the day off today. We got the Willie Williams show from 2 till midnight. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Anyway, uh, Mad Dog at 2. Hank is at the American Airlines Arena speaking of Jason Williams. And what they're going to be doing between 4 and 7 is hanging Jason Williams in effigy there. I wish I could be there, you know. I would show up for that. Mm-hmm. Panther preview at 7. We've got the Montreal Canadiens at the Florida Panthers, 739 at the Mac Arena, right there in Sunrise. It's going to be a frog fest. <laughs> Eddie K follows the hockey game, and Joe and Mark in the dark overnight, 2 to 5 in the morning. I can't believe you don't know Mark in the dark. Who? You know you know Earl the Pearl. Absolutely. Well, so what's it. the matter from you, man? I didn't work with Mark in the dark. Oh. Or in the light. 20 till 2 at QAM. Hey, welcome in the Chinese New Year with Emerald Coast. The only problem being that this ended two days ago. You know what? Yeah, well. What are you going to do? Whose account is this now? Do we have any idea? Who some that? schmuck, some idiot. What did I tell Clarence and uh, Duff yesterday about the copy? There, You can't complain about the job they're doing with the copy, as usual, because they're not doing any. I mean, the Chinese New Year thing was great at the Emerald Coast. In fact, I wish uh, I'd have been there. You know, don't you? <laughs> right, yeah. But it's all over. Ended February the 8th. Wasn't that two days ago? I don't know. Uh-huh. Yes, Last time we checked. Since it's the 10th. Uh, whoever's got this account, you don't have it no more, I'll tell you that, because you people in that sales department are a joke. You're pathetic. You're tragic. You're embarrassing. Anyway, Emerald Coast still, of course, as always, has its regular buffet delights. Start out your mouth-watering feast with any of six different soups. Why take any of them? Try them all. Just shove them down your throat. Just pick, a, pick up the whole container and just uh, swallow it. they got fantastic dozens of succulent entrees for you to enjoy at the Emerald Coast. New York Strip made to order at their sizzling Asian Grill. They've got brand-new seafood Saint-Jacques plant. Enjoy oysters on the half-shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle-neck clams, jumbo shrimp scampi every night. If you have any room, try the hand car prime rib and their new Thai specialties, too. They feature a full salad bar, new sushi bar, fresh rim cocktail, too. And keep in mind, like I always tell you, no MSG headaches at the Emerald Coast. Why? Because they don't use any MSG. No cornstarch, no crap, and they cook only with cholesterol-free oil, so you walk out of there with a big smile on your puss instead of a pounding headache. And if you have any room at all, which means you're a real porker, Emerald Coast has a full dessert station, too, featuring Belgian waffles, pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and even fresh fruit. So give it a try when you're in the mood to really pig out. Emerald Coast, three South Florida locations for you. They're in Sunrise at Pine Island and 44th Street. Uh, they're on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd and North Miami Beach. And also you'll find them at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in prestigious Pembroke Pines. Take the whole family, book your next business luncheon now, and let the folks at Emerald Coast do the cooking for you. Too bad you missed that big Chinese New Year special thing, but it ended two days ago. Take out and delivery available, too. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822. I think Skippy might have this account, or at least he used to until today. The Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Absolutely. I'm queer, and my admission. I'm a fag. Yes. I'm here to confirm suspicion. It's 
147 at 560 WQAM. Wait till you hear this story. You'll love okay. this. Justin, Sir Goinsville, Tennessee. What kind of a name is that? Mm. S-U-R-G-O-I, Sir Goinsville, Tennessee. Intoxicated drivers take note. Don't ask your 10-year-old daughter to drive you home. <laughs> Angela Michelle Brown, 37, was charged yesterday with child endangerment and driving under the influence of booze. After authorities said she got drunk and used her 10-year-old daughter as a designated driver. She said, I'm a very good driver. Yeah, and she designated her as such. Police arrested Brown last week after stopping a car that appeared to have a young driver. As I approached the car, I noticed that an older female was laying down in the driver's seat, Officer Don Mitchell said in his report. The younger female told me that her mother had got drunk and she was trying to get them home. <laughs> Mitchell's report said Brown's breath alcohol test was .23, nearly three times higher than the legal definition of drunken driving, which we already discovered from Diana Ross's .08, right? Right. The ten-year-old grandmother, uh, the ten-year-old girl's grandmother, was called to come get the girl after police arrested her mother. The judge set a trial for February 18. Well, now let me ask you this: Did she do the right thing? No. Maybe the ten-year-old girl had some driving lessons. You never know. And who do you think would have driven her home better, the ten-year-old girl or herself? She should have just passed out in the gutter like any other self-respecting drunk. There you go. Oh, uh, I don't even know if I want to do this story today. Woman participating in Lily trial hangs herself. 19-year-old. A toxicology test will determine whether narcotics played a role in the suicide of a 19-year-old woman who was participating in clinical trials for a new drug that Eli Lilly and Company hopes to launch this year. That's the same Eli Lilly and Company that gave you thalidomide many years ago? The. Right. And we had all them birth defects and people dying over there? That's the same company, Eli Lilly, a.k.a. pharmaceutical company, a.k.a. grave robber. Tracy Johnson... Bensalem, Pennsylvania, hanged herself Saturday night in the Lilly Lab for clinical research by tying a scarf to a bathroom shower rod, according to the Indianapolis Police Department. While the toxicology test is standard procedure in the investigation of suicides by the Marion County coroner, it could have huge implications for Lilly if it's determined that the trial drug or removal from it played a role in the woman's suicide. Lilly said yesterday it doesn't believe the drug duloxetine was related to the death of Johnson, who was a former student at Indiana Bible College. Oh, now the pieces are starting to fit together. 
Toxicology test results expect in about a month. Deluxetine is key to future business prospects of Lilly. It's the main ingredient in Cymbalta, huh? an antidepressant drug, and in a stress urinary incontinence, incontinence treatment, both of which are moving forward uh, toward final approval by the FDA. However, incidents such as the suicide of a clinical trial participant often draw questions from the FDA and can delay the federal approval needed to bring a drug to market. Oh, God, a pox on them. I hope that uh, Jason Williams invades their uh, labs at Eli Lilly, okay? Okay. And they all wind up hopping on Lilly Pad. They make me sick. The thalidomide people, the pharmaceutical drug people. And now the new deal is what they're saying, oh, if you buy drugs from Canada, a lot of that stuff's being imported from India and uh, the moon and Mars and Uranus and God only knows where the hell it's been and who's been uh, diddling with it. Right. Stay away from these unsafe Canadian drugs, eh? <laughs> oh, they might kill you. Just a freaking nightmare. The only, there's only one reason why they're starting that big song. And by the way, ask Billy Tozen down there in Louisiana, you know, the congressman that's on the uh, pharmaceutical company payroll. Ask him how dangerous those drugs are. He'll do the uh, St. Vitus dance for you. God. Oh, there's another asshole. It was a flight instructor. I yeah. <laughs> oh, Rumsfeld. How's that pilot doing? About oh, and I should mention this to you. I almost forgot. Get, yeah. Guess what story? Because I told you it was a big story, but nobody in this crowd had talked about it. They're too busy worrying about freaking Willie Williams. Guess what was the most emailed story on CNN's website yesterday? I give up. The airline pilot. Oh, that one. The Christian, uh, the born again nutcase. The preacher. The right. Born the preacher. preacher. Preaching pilot. The, the old pee pee guy. The preaching pilot. 152 at 560 WQAM. I'll tell you what else starts with a P, and that's the pizza loft. That's correct. Jeff Cohen don't start with no peas, but nevertheless, in fact, I don't think they got peas on the menu, do they? No. Someday it would be nice, Jeff, if somebody would send me a menu from the loft. I've been doing these spots for how many years now? About 30, man. I don't even have their menu. Not that I really need it, but it would be nice to have, because they've got every kind of goodie under the sun on every pasta dish ever invented. One of the most important things to keep in mind at the pizza loft is everything is cooked al dente, to order, fresh. Nothing is sitting around for hours. You know, you go into some of those spaghetti joints, and the stuff has been sitting around, you know, in cold water. And the spaghetti gets softer and mushier and mushier and softer. There's only one thing soft at the pizza loft, and Jeff will tell you what that is. Anyway, they got all your pasta dishes. They got chicken and veal seafood, three different kinds of fantastic pizza, calzone, super subs. I guarantee the best garlic rolls you've ever had in your life. And one thing also they'll do for you if you don't like all that garlic. Just tell them, don't, uh, no, no garlic dripping on it. I but if you do. do, oh, I love it, man. I just love when you squeeze it, the garlic drips out, and they roll too. They have takeout, they have delivery, they even offer catering for as little as five bucks per person at the Pizza Loft. They got lots and lots of room for you, so you don't have to wait online even on the weekend at the world famous Pizza Loft in Davie. You'll find them right beyond Pier 1 Imports in the Pizza Loft Plaza. Tons of free parking for you too, right between Griffin and 595 and Prestigious University Drive. 954-916-8880. That's the number to call for takeout and delivery. 954-916-8880. If you haven't been there yet, I guarantee you, I promise you'll be going back again and again because the food is fresh, delicious, the portions are gigantic, and the prices are teeny and tiny at the world-famous Pizza Loft in Davie. Live, live, and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Okay. Oh, my. Oh, my. Alright. Had an areola like a big dinner plate. <laughs> Janet's right, Tata grabbed every headline. 
Wonder if she'll help CBS pay the fine. First, she denied it. Said it was a mistake. A costume malfunction, said Justin Timberlake. But now they've admitted they flash for the two. It'll be the Super Bowl, remembered for the boob. The FCC says it was indecency. Soft pornography. Big yip. One nip. I'll never forget that infamous tug. I'll remember this game for seeing Janet's jug. Oh! 158. Got a couple of things here. The late Dr. Atkins is being smeared for his alleged obesity at the time of his death by a phony doctor's organization that's been exposed as a front group for people for the ethical treatment of animals, PETA, uh -huh. and has been censured by the AMA. The Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine has taken over a million dollars from PETA and the animal rights movement. Uh, PCRM and PETA also share office space board members and staff. How do you like that? Hmm. PCRM's attacks on diets, including meat, fish, and dairy food, and its constant demands for vegetarian America are rooted in animal rights philosophy. So it's all a bunch of crap, and that's why now that he's dead, they're trying to smear him and smear him, okay? And guess who's apologizing now? Arnold. You'll pee in your pants when you hear this. Conservative TV news anchor Bill O'Reilly said today he's now skeptical about the Bush administration and apologized to viewers for supporting pre-war claims that Iraq had weapons of ass destruction. You ready for that? The anchor of his own show on Fox on the fascist news network said he was sorry that he gave U.S. government the benefit of the doubt that former Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein's weapons program poised an imminent threat, the main reason cited for going to war. I was wrong. I'm not pleased about it all. I think all Americans should be concerned about this, O'Reilly said in an interview with ABC's Good Morning America. What do you want me to do, go over and kiss the camera, he asked, who promised rival ABC last year he would publicly apologize if weapons weren't found. Yeah, kiss it, Bill. Kiss it. Kiss, kiss it real good. Kiss my ass. Wreck them. And which big-name celebrity over the past ten years has is the biggest no-talent piece of crap? That's our poll question today on NeilRogers.com, along with many, many naked pictures. Not Well, we're going to have a lot of them. Eventually. A little bit. We get around with. Paris Hilton, 148. Justin Tinkerbell, 66. J-Lo, 42. P. Diddy, 41. Britney Spears, 39. I think that somebody ought to investigate that, don't you? It's a 39 conspiracy. 39 owns. And I'm going to tell you right now, time to end the show. Mad Dog is coming up next to Humper at 4 from uh, the AA Arena. I'm going out now to uh, go after Jason Williams. I'm going to get you, Jason. You piece of crap. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.